High School Football is on the air. HavenFootball.net and the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper are pleased to present tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's game is between the 1-0 Marple Newtown Tigers and your 1-0 Strathaven Panthers. Barlow cuts back to his right, pushing Powell, still on his feet, dragged down from behind at the 18-yard line. Pulling away is Schuler at the 30, and he will go 90 yards with his first touch of the season, Matt Schuler. Tonight's game is sponsored by the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Here are tonight's internet announcers, the voices of the Strathaven Panthers, Brian Carroll, Pete Fulginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. As many of our listeners know and have maybe followed Strathaven for a little bit longer than, well, a lot of our players on the field tonight, many know Strathaven dominated the Central League in all of District 1. From 1996 to early 2004, the Panthers were undefeated in the Central League, undefeated in District 1. Included in that mix, of course, were the Marple Newtown Tigers, victimized over and over again along with several other teams in the Central. But over the last 10 years or so, things have changed just a bit. Strathaven with some lean years in the early uh, teens, I I guess we call them now, 2013 to 2017, we'll call it. And in that time, Marple Newtown has picked up the pace with Coach Chris Gicking now in starting his eighth season. It's been back and forth, the Tigers and Panthers, for much of the last eight years. The Panthers have won two of the last three meetings. Last year, Marple Newtown squeaks one out, taking advantage of some Panther mistakes and moved on to the Central League title game in a truncated 2020 season. But tonight, we start the Central League season with Marple Newtown and Strathaven, both 1-0, both trying to get off on the right foot with difficult opponents looming in the weeks ahead. Good evening, everybody, from... George L. King Field, Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play. we got Mike Mayer here who will join us momentarily. He's taking care of the engineering and uh, everything else <laughs> computer-wise on, the, on havenfootball.net. But, uh, again, it's, uh, it's been really back and forth here for the Panthers and Tigers over the last couple of years. Evenly matched most of the time, and last year's game went back and forth as well. Panthers jumped out to an early lead, made some mistakes late in the first half and early in the second half, and the Tigers capitalized with a big offensive line and a big performance from now senior Charlie Box. A three-year starter, Box will be a featured uh, component of the offense and defense tonight for the Tigers, and the Panthers need to take care of him one more time if they can expect to win tonight. So, Mike, you mentioned it in the 50-yard line a little bit. Uh, you know, Box had over 170 yards and yep. scored three times in last year's uh, 33-28 loss. And, uh, you know, they lost most of their offensive line. That being said, the Tigers still are bigger than the Panthers uh, coming in. 
just a little less experienced than last year's offensive line. Right, and I think that's going to account for a lot. I mean, as we always do, you know, when you're watching football of any kind, uh, but particularly true of high school football, you want to watch the interior linemen and see who's winning that battle, who's making the holes, who's driving offline, who's making penetration in the case of defense. And that'll give you a pretty good feel as to who's winning that war in, in between the, uh, the tackles. But bottom line is, I think, you know, uh, Marple Newtown's inexperience in the line will be something they're going to have to contend with. Of course, every week they get more experience. And the second thing is they're going to have to find a, a way to contain Box. Box is very much a franchise player for Marple Newtown. He burned us for three touchdowns, two in the ground, and one in the air last year. Um, so they're going to find a way to cover him. They're not going to prevent him from, from making some breakout runs and doing well. But I And I would definitely expect him to have 100 yards this game. But at the end of the day, they're going to have to get 175 yards, depending on what Haven offense can do, will be critical as to whether they can win this game. And I think winning this game, their hopes, you know, Haven is really looking to have a very strong Central League season relative to competition in the Central League. And, of course, if they have that, they will automatically qualify for the PIA playoffs based on points. So this is where it begins tonight. Um, as you said, Marple Newtown has given them fits over the years, one last year. And Marple Newtown always brings their best game. I mean, it is a big deal to play Strathaven, and if they can win Strathaven, as is true of a lot of teams in the Central League, um, they don't know what else they're going to do, but that will definitely make it a positive year and something they, they want to talk about for the rest of their lives. Marple Newtown coming off a 14-8 victory over Collingswood, New Jersey last week. Uh, led most of the game 7-0. Collingswood scored early in the fourth to take an 8-7 lead, and then uh, you know, Coach Chris Gicking Basically said, all right, well, we're going to win this with our best player or, or not, and handed it off to Charlie Box uh, for most of the fourth quarter. Twelve consecutive run plays, 11 of them in uh, the hands of number two, and uh, he punched it in with just a couple minutes to play last weekend for that 14-8 victory. On the other hand, uh, on the home sideline tonight, Strathaven coming off a terrific victory uh, with over 460 yards of offense all on the ground in a dominating performance, 49-7 over Interboro. Uh, looking to keep that going with uh, the three-headed monster in the backfield, Chase Barlow, Matt Schuler on the wings, and Anthony Crawford, the junior fullback, all over 100 yards rushing. They got 100 yards to the left, to the right, and up the middle last week. So, again, looking for more of that balance again tonight and perhaps uh, trying to get the passing game going a little bit as well. But, uh, Mike, you mentioned that as well. You know, Interboro stayed in that sort of two two deep safety look uh, for most of the game, and the Panthers said, "Well, if you're going to give us uh, the running game, then we'll take it." And uh, you know, Sam Milligan even got in on the act with a couple of uh, quarterback scrambles and fourth down conversions. Uh, but you know, the Panthers will you know largely thrive uh, with with the run game here. But it'd be nice to uh, to see the passing game, which really were some missed opportunities in last year's game against Marple where the passing game uh, probably didn't take enough shots, and when they did, had some near misses. Right, and, and I'm a big believer in running a passing game no matter what is going well because there's two reasons to do that. One is to keep your current defense honest. You know, they we saw Interboro crowd the box, crowd the box, crowd the box. They almost had 11 guys on top of, of, of the linemen because it was so obvious we weren't throwing. Of course, one of the reasons it was so obvious we weren't throwing, we didn't need to. Uh, they did throw a couple of times to not make the connection. But again, the other, the second reason is not only your current defender, but you want to kind of put the, your other opponents on, because we all share film, on notice that you can throw the ball because that forces the defensive coordinator to, to make up a game plan that says, well, look, we, we have to be, we can't cover the box. We can't just, you know, 
put our alignment on the line or virtually on the line. We have to have people back because if we put everybody on the line, they do have the ability to throw. They have quarterback with an arm. They have kids that can receive. We can't give them that. we got to cover all bets. And that, of course, makes it a little bit easier when you got, uh, you know, five linemen that are making blocks straight out and you got seven or eight or nine defensive linemen. You're just simply outnumbered. You can't make the holes. But I think tonight Haven's going to look to do what they've been doing well, which is, of course, run up the gut. And their end sweeps uh, of all kinds have been just things of beauty. they got their pulling guards, pulling tackles, and they've so effectively sealed off the linebackers with the guards, generally, or with the non-pulling linemen, which would be either the guards or the tackles, that they've really sealed off the field so that when those pulling linemen come out, there's really nobody for them to block for a good 5, 10 yards down the field. And that's just a matter of time before that, that springs for some big, big yardage. And we saw it at the scrimmage, and we certainly saw it last week. Well, they are a little uh, thinner up front uh, tonight. We, uh, you know, If you read the Delaware County Daily Times, Coach Clancy was talking about that offensive line um, in, in the preseason preview published a week ago. And also mentioned, of course, that, uh, you know, depth is always the question. Uh, you know, what do you have if uh, someone goes down and so forth? So on the first series last week, of course, uh, the Panthers lose uh, an important piece up front with uh, Ben Farabaugh going down, uh, went out in the first series last week, will not play tonight, uh, hoping to get him back soon. Greg Belleville, leading tackler from last year, also out tonight. Uh, so, again... Panthers down a couple of key parts in the middle of their defense, but uh, Big Ben on the left side uh, will be replaced by Aiden Williams, who stepped in and did very, very well last week. Uh, A senior at 270 pounds, uh, Big Aiden, uh, a good bookend to Jake Millett on the other side at uh, 6'6", 290. So, again, the Panthers, uh, you know, should should probably look to stay left, right, and up the middle. They had good balance last week. My guess is they'll look to do more of the same tonight. There were, uh, Mike, you had something to chime Yeah, I just in wanted here. to say, listen, we're, we're also on 920 WON at the Apple. Uh, they're picking up our audio broadcast tonight, so that just gives our kids further exposure in the New York market area to people who like to watch high school football programs. And lastly, Marple Newtown Radio is broadcasting the game on video with their crew, um, and that's available for no charge as well. If you go to our website, there's a link to that. And there's also instructions if you would like to watch the Marple Town video but would rather listen to Brian. There's a way to try to sync it up. Primarily only works on home computers. Um, but you can try it on your cell phone or your smartphone and see if you can get it to work like that too. It's a matter of turning one sound off and, and playing the other sound. So you see what you can do. But at the very least, you got two different options to watch a ball game or I should say watch or listen, your choice. There you go. So if you're, you take advantage of Marvel Newtown's broadcast, we strongly encourage you to do that. Otherwise, stick right here with us. We'd love to have you. Of course. And, uh, you know, we will also, with a 7.30 start tonight, uh, we do have a couple score updates from games that started earlier this evening and earlier in the day. Uh, Innerboro, last week's uh, opponent for Strathaven, uh, fell to Conwell Egan, 26-7. to They were supposed to play Bartram and change that yesterday to Conwell Egan with all of the flooding caused by Hurricane Ida, um, you know, through the Philadelphia Public League into a, uh, you know, into a, a mess scheduling-wise over the next, really, for this whole weekend. So uh, Interboro took on Egan today, lost 26-7. to uh, A little closer to home, uh, Bonner Prendy and Roman went head-to-head today. Bonner Prendy scored with about 30 seconds left to win 12-7. Uh, so knocked off Roman Catholic. That's a big win there for the Friars. Uh, they are now 2-0 after beating Upper Darby last week. Speaking of Upper Darby, they and Ridley are scoreless after the first period. 
uh, first quarter, rather. And uh, also scoreless, the Haverford School is out at Downingtown West. West went down uh, hard to Garnet Valley last week, 41-7. to And, uh, again, they are scoreless with the Haverford School. We'll try to get score updates also from Academy Park and William Tennant, uh, from Lower Marion and Haverford, from Penwood and Avongrove, perhaps, and then Radnor-Pencrest uh, to round out the Central League. So we'll keep you posted as things go. But uh, we are... Also awaiting momentarily here, Nick Pinataro and the Strathaven marching band in full. Uh, well, I would say almost in full. Yep. They don't have quite everybody. Uh, we're still, uh, you know, just just getting the school year started. But uh, again, the pep band was terrific last week. But this is uh, more what we're used to seeing with 300 plus in the band again this year. So they will uh, grace us with the Star Spangled Banner momentarily here uh, once they get the percussion section set up but uh, players are getting ready to go so we're going to take a short time out be back for the tail end of the Star Spangled Banner and the opening kickoff. Strathaven and Marple Newtown ready to rock and roll on HavenFootball.net The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District, as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op, or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. This is Keith Jackson. You're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. That's the 12th man, the Strathaven Marching Band. Thrilled to have them back here at George L. King Field. Also welcoming back Andrew Kaufman and Steve and uh, Pete Fulginetti, helping with the stats and spotting. Got ahead of myself. I started to say stats and Pete at the same time. That uh, didn't go well. But uh, Pete, glad to have him back and uh, Andrew as well. We'll hear from them at halftime. And uh, Panthers in their black jersey, silver pants with white numerals, silver helmets. And on the far sideline, the Tigers will kick it away in their orange helmets, black pants with white jerseys and orange trim, black numerals on the front and back. Standing deep to return, Matt Schuler, flanked by Austin Connor and Chase Barlow. Matt Cantwell handling the kicking duties for Marple Newtown's first time in quite a while that uh, Marple has not had a, a soccer player doing the kicking. So it's Matt Cantwell who will handle this uh, for the evening, along with uh, playing some defensive end and tight end at times, too. So the Panthers will move left to right as we get things started. Glad you're joining us live or on the archive for week one of the Central League, week two of the 21-2021 season. High end over end kick will start things. Comes down to Austin Connor at the 14-yard line. Up the left hash mark. Straight ahead he goes. He's going to run through one man and Connor with good field position for the Panthers starting at the 33-yard line. 
Sets up the offense from the left hash. It'll be Sam Milligan under center. Matt Schuler and Chase Barlow, the halfbacks, with Anthony Crawford as your fullback. Tight ends are Mason Green and Jacob Perlman. May see Bobby Fuscus as well. The center is Jack Beck. Nick Filios and Ethan Barrar are the guards. Jake Millett and Aiden Williams are your tackles. We'll get to the Marble Newtown defense momentarily, but in the meantime, Panthers start first and ten. Two tight ends set. Eight in the box for Marple Newtown. Under center is Milligan. He takes the snap. Give is to Schuler on the sweep to the right side. He's going to step away from one man. 40. Stiff arm still out in his feet. Midfield and steps out of bounds after a gain of 13. How about Matt Schuler ripping off a bundle, getting things started for the Panthers. Uh, defense for Marple Newtown includes Matt Cantwell, Nate Wynn, Jimmy Halley, and Damian Bosch up front. Inside linebackers are Johnny Small and Angelo Luster. We'll see a lot of Owen Mathis as well. Outside backers, Mike Schumacher and Eric McKee. The corner uh, corners are Brian Bogan and Cooper Conroy. And Charlie Box is your free safety. On first and 10 from the 46, it's Barlow off the left side. He cuts back. He has some room. Spins away from one man. Still on his feet. Breaking tackles. Cutting to his right. 30, 25, 20. It's a foot race. Cuts back again at the 10. Weaving his way into the end zone is Chase Barlow for 54 and a score. Spinning, spinning defenders like a top for most of the way. And the Panthers strike quickly just 28 seconds in. Wow, that was, what was, last last week was a second possession, right? Second touch, wasn't it? Last week's second play from scrimmage went 90 yards to the house. Tonight, second play from scrimmage goes 56, 54 to the house. On for the extra point, Charlie Shankweiler, who just got off the bus from the soccer team's win this afternoon. Ball spotted, kick is away, and good. Shankweiler pounds it through, and just like that, on the second play from scrimmage, Panthers up 7-0. We'll take a short timeout, give you a Twitter update and more. Be back in a moment on HavenFootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. An AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Well, Chase Barlow found the end zone four times last week for over on a hundred yard over a hundred yards rushing on just seven carries. Tonight he goes fifty-four on his first touch, breaking tackles, weaving his way through the defense, and fifty-four yards later it's seven-nothing Strathaven. All right, Panthers ready to kick it away. Shankweiler halfway between the hash marks at the 40. They go with a short kick. Angling to the sideline, it's fielded at the 20-yard line. Stepping away from one man is McKee. He has running room up, up the far sideline. He's running away from people, and Chase Nangle rips him down at the Panther 45. So the Panthers had trouble in kick coverage a week ago, and uh, not much better to start tonight. The Tigers will start at the Panther 43-yard line with their offense led by sophomore quarterback David Bertolini. Your running back is Charlie Box. Your wide receivers include Cooper Conroy, Johnny Small, Mike Schumacher and Eric McKee. When they use a tight end, it'll be Owen Mathis or Matt Cantwell. The line includes McGowan, Bosch, Foley, Garbett, and Curlin up front. We'll get to the Panther defense in a moment, but first and ten, shotgun look, four wide receivers for Bertolini. 
He takes the snap and gives the box running to his left. Shake and bake, and he's tripped up by Matt Schuler with help from Bobby Fuscus after a gain of just three. Panther defense tonight includes Nate Perlman, Jake Millett, Ethan Barrar, and Mason Green up front. We'll see Nick Filios at defensive tackle as well. And also Jason Williams expected to rotate in. Inside backers Anthony Crawford and Bobby Fuscus. Outside backers uh, Chase Barlow and Matt Schuler. The corners Chase Nangle and Austin Connor and Aiden Sutherland is your free safety. Second down and seven from the Panther 40. Bertolini. Again, back to pass this time, looking, firing out to the left, complete to Schumacher, first down and more as he spins across the 30 with Crawford on his back to the 28-yard line. Gain of 12, Bertolini to Schumacher. And again, they trying to get the uh, sophomore first-year starter some confidence. And uh, again, they get it in and out of his hands quickly. Yes. Snap it to him. It's usually a one-step drop, short passes to the flat. Which mean our corners and our safety should play a little tighter because the pass is going to come quickly. We've got a timeout officially. Or just uh, tackle well. The officials trying to get something figured out. Maybe clockwise? I don't know. Alright. Well, the officials sort that out, but uh, Bertolini, 5 out of 12 last week, throwing it for just 30 yards on those five completions, but again, effective enough for the win. Wing to the right is Owen Mathis. They give it and run that way with Box, and he is belted by Anthony Crawford, who's going to sling him down. Well, Box still doesn't get down easily. It's usually going to take a couple tacklers. Forward progress will give him maybe the line of scrimmage. Call it no gain, but Crawford there to meet him. Brings up second down and 10. Anthony Crawford, your leading tackler a week ago. You know, when, with when, when you don't... When you don't tackle box properly you got an issue because box is so agile he could have from that attempt to swing down if he hadn't touched the knee he could have gotten up and kept running tremendous balance was a a very good youth wrestler from uh, way back when as was his younger brother Brian here second down and 10 receivers split slot to the left as well wing to the right is Owen Mathis give fake is to box the lefties Bertolini steps up fires to the left incomplete intended for number three Schumacher and he Underthrows him or overshoots 15 out in the pattern. And they were pretty well covered, Bogan, quite frankly. Yeah. He was maybe the only one that was open at all. Brings up third down and 10, and probably in four down territory here. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would expect, unless you get a, a big time negative play here. But 9 19 to play here in the opening quarter. Strathaven leading 7 0 on the strength of a 54 yard touchdown run from Chase Barlow. Coach Chris Gicking in his eighth year now. He's won about 65% of his games at uh, Marple Newtown. And in the, in the next, uh, so they're going to change the game clock to 937 yeah, we here. We have a new timekeeper tonight, so, and it's not that easy to do. No. But uh, in the meantime, they'll get this figured out. And that gives us a chance to look at a few other scores if we can. Still waiting for some updates. But... Uh, Parkland and Easton up in the Lehigh Valley are scoreless at the end of the first. All right. Here we go. All right, three wide receivers. Four wide receivers now. Two to either side. And now you're going to got... Hold on, we still got a time issue here. They're going to fix that. All right, here we go. 9.37. Time clock is fixed. And ready to go. So we'll try to keep you, as I said, updated on other scores. And uh, in the meantime, Panthers trying to come up with a a stop here on third down and 10. 
Uh, Radner on top in their game with Pencrest. 14-0 early in the second. Oh, that's nice. Radner, uh, Panthers don't see them until week 10. Yep. Uh, the end of the regular season. All right, here we go. Two wide receivers to either side. Bertolini in the gun with Charlie Box on his right hip. On third down and 10, they'll snap it from the 28, and there's somebody flinched on the near side here, and it'll back up the Tigers five yards they, here. They tried to draw Strathaven in, and unfortunately for Marple Newtown, it worked in reverse. All right, so it'll turn it to third and 15 as they march it back to the 33. Yep. As you had a flinch pre-snap. And that, that's a great call to try to get the defense to pull and then get a quick five yards makes it, you know, third down and five, but it doesn't work real well if one of your linemen goes. Panthers, see if they can come up with a pass rush here on third and 15. Watch for a screen to box, though. Try to get him in some space. Third down and 15, back is Bertolini. They look, he steps up, he's firing deep down the far sideline, has a man out there, Connor in coverage, incomplete. I'm sorry, that's uh, Chase Nangle, rather, in coverage. Throw it up for grabs there to Eric McKee, but and couldn't McKee, come down with it. And nice McKee, job by... McKee pushed uh, off, but did not get it called. Lucky for him. Or there would have been yeah. declined anyway, I would think. But. Fourth and 15 now from the 33. So do the Tigers decide to punt here and pin the Panthers deep or just take another shot here? Uh, you know, Kind of in no man's lane, I, I would well, say. Plus, if, go you, if you kick it, you end up getting it into the end zone. It's yeah. a 10-yard punt, essentially, yep. so... All right, they'll go go for it it from the 33. Fourth and 15, Panthers held Interborough twice on fourth down a week ago, trying to keep that streak alive. Slot to the right is box. Empty backfield, three to the left, two to the right. And Bertolini calls out the signals, takes the shotgun snap, snaps, fires the box in the flat. Incomplete, incomplete, in and out of the hands of McKee, rather, who was wide open. Everybody watched Charlie Box. McKee stopped at about five yards but could not haul it in. And the Panthers dodge a bullet and get the offense back on the field with 9.28 to play here in the first quarter. And the Panthers had three defenders right there, but nobody saw McKee come out, and he just turned and took the ball right into the breadbasket. He should have caught that one, but, you know, it happens. You hear those hoofbeats, and uh, you know you're going to get clobbered as soon as you catch it. He still would have had about 10 yards to run to pick up the first down, but they'd like to have that one back. All right, here we go. First and 10 for the Panthers from their own 33. Two tight ends again. Wing to the right is Barlow. On first down, the give is to Schuler. Schuler with running room off the right, cuts back to his left, and he explodes for 12 more. Matt Schuler, excellent vision on the cutback. And the Panthers have another first down. So Schuler's first two carries go for 13 and 12. The offensive line is just doing a great job. I mean, it's very crowded in there, uh, but they were able to make an opening. It, I didn't think Schuler was going to go for anything, but of course, our vision isn't terrific. And it was just enough to get him to squeeze through, and he took it. Panthers averaged almost 11 yards per play a week ago, and they're doing more of that tonight. Again, two tight ends from the 45. Play fake give on the sweep to the left is Barlow. Cuts to his left, cuts to his right. He's going to carry tacklers near first down yardage. I think they'll mark him a yard shy at the 46-yard line. They know late flag comes in, and you might get another personal foul here. Aiden Williams is tied up with somebody behind the play. I think you're going to end up with... Nine on the carry, plus a few more, if I had to guess, but we'll wait for the signal. Well, it depends on who they saw, because I think yeah. Nick Filos did react to No, it's, it's it was, a hold yeah, it was, against... It was Williams okay. who was tied up, and it is against Marple Newtown for a late hit after the play. So, Chase Barlow picks up nine more, and then there's another 15-yard penalty. We'll take it down to the 31-yard line of Marple Newtown. So, the Panthers... Rolling early here. 8.49 to play here in the first quarter. They lead 7 nothing. 
and are threatening again here from the 31. Here we go. Wing to the left is Schuler. Two tight ends. Under center is Milligan on first down. They give it to Crawford for the first time. He's shattering tackles here, pushing the pile, spins away inside the 20-yard line. Anthony Crawford picks up a first down to the 19. He's terrific, but he scares me to death because as he twists and turns, sometimes that arm that's holding the ball comes out in a, like a wing, and he's just waiting for somebody to pound it. But uh, he's, he did great last week, and he's obviously starting off well tonight. 12 on his first carry. Panther offense absolutely clicking right now. The front five plus the tight ends. Green to the right, Perlman to the left, doing the job up front. First and 10 from the 19-yard line, Milligan under center. Nine in the box they give is to Barlow off the left side. He's going to shuffle his way, cuts back to his right, explodes into the secondary, spins his way forward, and he is in for his second touchdown of the night. Chase Barlow. Sixth touchdown of the season already, and 19 yards later, the Panthers now a two-score lead, not even four minutes into the game. Incredible. Yeah, it's really been extremely effective. We're basically seeing what we saw last week, but we expected, obviously, Marple Newtown to, to be a little bit more of a difficult opponent than we saw in Interval. Barlow with 82 yards on his first three carries. Shankweiler on for the extra point. Ball spotted. Kick is away. It is long enough, and it is good. Charlie Shankweiler, two for two in the Panthers. Two for two on the offensive drives here. Be back in just a moment. Glad you're joining us on WON and HavenFootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business. And for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist, as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-368. Six six four one. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Thank you, Keith, bringing it back here and Strathaven taking care of their home turf again. 49-7 last week and now 14-0, not even four minutes into it. The offense absolutely rolling early. Chase Barlow's second touchdown of the night, his sixth of the season already, has given the Panthers a two-score lead. And now, can the defense continue to do the job? Anthony, I'm sorry, uh, Charlie Shankweiler, I mentioned it briefly. He uh, played goalie for the soccer team uh, out at Avongrove. They won 2-0 this afternoon and then uh, sprinting up Route 1 to get back <laughs> in time for this game. He has a tee halfway between the hash marks, ready to kick it away. He steps into it, and they're angling again towards that far sideline. And this one, a little too much of an angle. It's going to hop out of bounds. And just clearly trying to kick it away from uh, the dangerous returners, McKee and Conroy. But it'll give Marble Newt down the football at the 35-yard line to start their second possession. So, Marple with a good kick return last time. And the Panthers said, uh, we're going to stay away from that mess (laughs) for a little bit. So... Garnet Valley leading 14-0 as well on Conestoga there at the start of the second quarter there. That game was moved to Garnet Valley tonight at the just this afternoon. 
All right, here we go. Three wide receivers, two to the right, one to the left. As Marple moves right to left here on their second possession. From the 35, Bertolini takes a snap, gives the box running room off the right side, explodes into secondary, cuts left, and look out. 50, cuts to his left for more. Deep into Strathaven territory at the 40. Breaks the tackle at the 35. He is belted down at the 31-yard line. Good hustle there from Perlman to track him down, but what a job there by Box. Rips off 29 and a first down. And that was about as typical a box run as you're going to see. I mean, he just makes... You know, he takes something that's good and just makes it that much better. Tremendous balance, short, choppy steps. He can change direction so well, and uh, it's extremely rare that the first contact knocks him down. Right. I mean, the first contact, I think his shoe was still on the field somewhere. (laughs) So, Tigers answer here with good field position now. First and 10 from the Panthers, 31-yard line. Box checks out of the game for a breather. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right, tight end to the right as well. Bertolini. Barks out the shotgun snap. He looks, fires over the middle, has the big tight end. This is Cantwell who makes the grab and tumbles inside the 20 to the 19. Big target, Matt Cantwell. Good play call. Gets yep. it. You know, a lot of high schools don't want to throw over the middle like Little that. Little tight end go- dump there to uh, Cantwell. His first catch of the season goes for 13. If it goes bad, you know, it's, it can be a nightmare. But uh, Marple's going to make something happen here. Marple with good pace here, split to the far side is Brian Bogan. Near side, Schumacher. Slot to the right as well. Box back in the game on the right hip of Bertolini. On first down, they give it to Box, I'm sorry, McKee rather, and not much doing. Perlman and Crawford get off their blocks well that time, and they make the stop at about the 18-yard line. So gain of maybe a yard there for McKee on the carry. Last year, Marple Newtown made a field goal that was pretty impressive. Do they have the same kind of kicker? No, nah, different year? kicker. Yeah. They, uh, so we don't know O'Brien, what they got. who was all league last year, he's graduated. Right. Matt Cantwell, who had that catch at tight end, he'll handle the place kicking tonight. But uh, not a kicker by trade, just a big kid with a strong leg. Oh, that <laughs> works. works, too. Yeah, yep. that's right. <laughs> Two receivers to the right, one to the left. It's Schumacher split to that left side. Bertolini in the gun again. He's going to play fake, keep it himself, and he's going to go nowhere. Once again, it's Perlman gets off his block, and that's two straight plays there for Perlman, who pound for pound, probably strongest Panther, and he drops him for no gain. So Bertolini now looking at third down and almost 10 here. Yep. Uh, again, it's, four it's down territory. Absolutely four down territory. And if they have a field goal kicker, this would not be a bad place to be. All that'd be yeah. a heck of a field goal at this stage of the game. They need to get closer, I think. All right, here we go. Panther defense trying to hold again. As Tigers knocking on the door with 540 and counting to play here in the first quarter. 14-0 Strathaven. Defense trying to make a stop on third and ten. Bertolini. Back, fakes, looking, looking, steps up in the pocket, has a seam. Up the middle he goes. He's near first down yardage. We'll see where they spot it. I think they're going to give him inside the 10 and a first down. It'll be first and goal from the 9. Bertolini rips off a 10-yard scramble. Good coverage there for the Panthers, but uh, nice job by the sophomore finding a seam. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, nothing. Good coverage, so, but, you know, they're going to have to, linemen going to have to to seal off those holes and make sure there's no place for him to run. You know, here's here's the thing that's going to stick in the back of the Panthers coaching staff's minds, and hopefully the kids last year... Strathaven led that game last year 14-3, and it looked like it was about to be a runaway, and suddenly it went backwards in a hurry. Now, first and goal, Marple Newtown. Trailing by two scores, but they have four cracks at it from the nine. 
First and goal from the nine. Motion man is boxed. They fake it to him. Bertolini puts it on the ground, and he picks it up and makes something out of nothing here. Bertolini's going to pick up two yards there after a fumbled exchange. So fortunate break there for the Tigers. It popped right back towards uh, Bertolini, and uh, Perlman helps on the tackle again. All right. He'll be second and goal. Second down, goal to go from the eight. Maybe the seven. All right. All right. Clock ticks. 4.14. 4.13 to play here in the opening quarter. Keeping, uh, keeping things moving here. In the shotgun is Bertolini. Two receivers, and now you're going to have... Whistles pre-snap. You're going to get a delay or no timeout? No, time out. Okay. okay. Marple Newtown calls timeout. So something they didn't like there from the second seven-yard line. So second and goal. When we come back, stick with us. Thanks again to our fantastic sponsors. You're the ones keeping us on the air every week, right here on HavenFootball.net. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at HavenFootball.net. George L. King Field here in Wallingford's rocking the band nice and loud here in the early going, and the Panther offense loud as well. 14-0 Strathaven, but now Marple Newtown second and goal from the seven with a real shot here to cut this lead in half. So, 4.01 to play here in the opening quarter on a beautiful night for football. About 70 degrees, no wind to speak of, no humidity. It's just fantastic. And no rain. All right, here we go. Tigers break the huddle with three wide receivers. Wing to the right is Owen Mathis. Schumacher split to the left. Box on the hip of Bertolini, second and goal from the seven. They give it to Box. Looking for room off the left side, stretching it, turning the corner, and he is in for the touchdown. Charlie Box pounds it in from the seven. His third touchdown of the season, and the Tigers now with a chance to cut the lead in half. Terrific answer there. Yep, no doubt about it. Uh, clock Mr. never Box. started, so we'll have to see what uh, they come up with there. All right, so Charlie Box. This is Cantwell. Cantwell is going to kick the left footer out of the hold of Cooper Conroy. All right, here we go. Matt Cantwell trying to cut this to 14-7. Snap is juggled, and now Cantwell's going to pick it up, looking to throw it, fire into the end zone, and it is deflected and incomplete. So they juggled the snap, and nice work there by Cantwell trying to make something out of nothing, but the extra point try, no good. So we're going to take a short timeout, be back in just a moment. Marple Newtown on the board. The Panthers offense coming back on the field when we come back on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC Business Line of Credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. 
PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. Strathaven 14, Marple Newtown 6 after the return drive there. 65-yard scoring drive for the Tigers. Here we go. Line drive kickoff. It's going to take a sideways hop and go out of bounds, and the Panthers will start at the 35-yard line. They want to kick it to Austin Connor, and again, that's no disrespect to Connor as much as they don't want to kick it to Barlow or Matt Schuler. But nice heads-up play by Austin Connor to let it roll out of bounds. And the Panthers start their third drive of the night at the 35-yard line. 4:01 to play here in the opening quarter. And the Panthers will get it going from the left hash as Sam Milligan brings in the play from head coach Clancy in his 40th season <laughs> overall. That's 31, almost as old as I am. 31 here at Strathaven. All right, here we go. First and 10. From the 35 again, two tight ends. This is the fullback, Crawford, running room off the left side. He's going to lower his shoulder, breaking tackles, still on his feet, 45. Tripped up from behind, and Crawford pounds the ball down and wishing he could have one more step there, but a nice tackle hanging on for dear life there by Paul DeFruccio, making the stop. So gain of 14 for Anthony Crawford. This is going to be a very long night for the Tigers if they can't find a way to stop Haven. This is just going to go on. Since the, since the opening snap has just been pound, 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 all for big yards. 49-yard line, first and 10 Panthers. So just barely on their side of the 50. Milligan under center. On first down, they give it to Schuler With learning room off the right side, spins back to his left, and he's tripped up there for a gain of four. Shortest gain of the night by five. I just was just about to mention... Uh, the offensive plays for tonight tonight for the Panthers went for 13, 54, 12, 9, 12, 14, 19, and now 4. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not good if you're if the Tiger Tigers. defense has to find a way here to make some stops. Second down and 6. Schuler in the backfield alongside of Crawford. From the Tiger 48-yard line. Give on a quick trap play is to Crawford. They were waiting for that one. Nice work there by Bosch from the defensive end spot along with Nathan Wynn. So Crawford still pushes his way for a yard or two, but it brings up third down and six for the Panthers. So by far, their, uh, well, it was their first third down of the night, honestly. Yep. See what the Panthers can drum up here with 219 and counting to play here in the opening quarter and you know, frankly, the Panthers, they they feel they felt going in like they're going to have to score every time they have it. Uh, and that's a lot to ask of an offense, but they feel like they, they do not want to give Marple any kind of wiggle room for mistakes. All right, here we go. Give inside, and the ball is given to uh, Barlow, who's going to break three, four, five tackles and push his way down to the 38-yard line. Barlow rips off nine more and another first down. And this time, Marple was waiting for him with two defenders, and he turned upfield very, just a tiny bit early, and the speed caught the two defenders off guard. And he just kind of sailed past them. They went chasing after him, but uh, obviously 12 yards later, they finally caught up. Chase Barlow, uh, I got to tell you, the squat rack is showing up. He is running through tackles. And the balance and vision he has, again, the wrestling background helps a ton. 
but first and 10 for the Panthers at the 38. Motion man is Schuler. Back to pass for the first time. Fire into the flat. Schuler's got it at the 30. Turns up field, sets a tackle, and he has got a dance on in. Milligan to Schuler for the first time this season, and 38 yards later, the Panthers on the board again. Well, that's the play that they could not come up with a year ago, just getting their athletes in space in the flat, and Matt Schuler one-on-one against almost anybody. I'd take a chance there to say he can break a tackle, make you miss, and he did just that. Schuler into the end zone for the third time this year, first time on the receiving end of it. An extra point pending. Ball spotted, kick is away. Shankweiler up and good. He's three for three, and Sam Milligan's first varsity touchdown pass, first varsity completion has stretched the lead back to a two-score game. Panthers 21, Tigers 6. Be back in just a moment for the end of the first quarter. We'll be back on HavenFootball.net. Looking for a way to reach families in the Wallingford, Swarthmore area as well as surrounding communities? Our football games are not only broadcast live, but they are also fully archived for one year so our listeners can tune in at their leisure 24-7. Go to www.havenfootball.net Contact us for information on advertising on our Panther Broadcast Network. Link your company to the fun and excitement of Strathaven football. Panther football and your company, a great combination. This is CBS 3 Sports Director Beasley Reese, and you're listening to High School Football on www.havenfootball.net. Thank you, Mr. Reese. And thank you, Mr. Milligan. Sam Milligan's 38-yard touchdown pass, his first varsity completion. And honestly, it's a nice, short, confident pass there to the flat for an eight-yard, uh, eight yards of distance. And then Matt Schuler makes one man miss, and off to the races he goes for his first receiving touchdown of the year. Here we go, end over end, short kick. It's going to come down at the 25-yard line. Looking for room is Luster. Luster bounces out to his left. Nope, good work there to track him down from behind by number 46 for the Panthers. That's Chris Andrios. Looked for uh, Angelo Luster on the return to the 41. And so, again, the Panthers have to keep working on on the special teams during the week as... They're putting their defense uh, with a, a short field behind them for really the second week in a row now. Good field position here for the Tigers. They scored on their last possession, mostly on the legs of Charlie Box, but missed, mixed in a couple nice passes as well. And the sophomore, Bertolini, is your quarterback. David breaks the huddle with three wide receivers. Sorry, four wide receivers to the right and just one to the left. Panthers outnumbered out there. Going to have to shift over there momentarily, you'd think. And nope, he comes back to the left. And here's Box, isolated on the near sideline, makes the catch, and he'll contain very well. Nice work there. Made the first man miss. That was Mason Green, but Green did well enough to hold him up for Barlow and Schuler to clean him up after a gain of just two. You know what I like about the pass, which is what we talked about before the game started, was that this now serves notice that we have a passing game, and these guys are going to have to respect it from now on. Here we go. Quick huddle. No huddle. Bertolini in the gun on second and eight. Fires to the right flat to McKee. He's going to step away from one man momentarily. Picks up a block. Dances outside. Running away. He's got first down yardage. Then banged out of bounds across midfield. They'll put it down at the 47-yard line. Great block. I mean, he was that. who was the receiver on that? 
Kenley? Uh, McKee. McKee. Yep. He was he was uh, going to get clobbered, and boy, a block came out of nowhere. It was almost like a mini screen. I just took him out. Like another no huddle. Gain of 10 on the play, and now hurrying up here is the Marple offense. Defense scrambling a little bit. Keeper here for Bertolini looking for room up the middle, and Fuscas wraps him up after a gain of maybe two. They'll give him the 45-yard line on the keeper. And, uh, again, this is another little wrinkle here that Marple can throw at him. Try to change the pace here and give the Panthers something else to consider. Clock melting here on the first quarter, 34 seconds, 33 seconds and counting. Second down and about eight coming up here from the 45 of Strathaven. Marple's got to be careful now because it's early in the game. Yeah, they're trailing by 14, 15 actually. But they got to be careful. They can't be panicky. They can't overreact. If the defense smells panic, they're going to start coming after them. Gavin Garbutt into the game at left tackle. Charlie Box checks out. Here you got a two tight end set. Receivers are split. Shotgun look, and the give is to McKee. Looking for room off the right side. Cuts it back, and ball came out. Scramble for it, and the Panthers, I think, have it. And yes, indeed, Eden Sutherland on the football at the 40-yard line. And the Panthers will start the second quarter on offense again. McKee with a nice run inside. The ball was stripped. Aiden Sutherland pounces on it. 21-6 Strathaven, and they'll have the football when we come back to start the second quarter. Glad you're listening on WLN and on havenfootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. Second quarter action, ready to get started. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play with Mike Mayer doing the color commentary and engineering. Got Andrew Pro- Andrew Kaufman and Pete Fulgenetti helping with the stats and spotting. They'll have plenty to say at halftime about uh, this game and I'm sure everything else in the world of sports. But in the meantime, the game itself here has been entertaining enough. Three Strathaven touchdowns in the first quarter, and now they start first and 10 at their own 40, moving right to left as we begin the second quarter. Aiden Sutherland had an interception last week, and now a fumble recovery to set up the Panthers here with two tight ends. Rolling to his right is Milligan, has Crawford all alone in the flat. He's got it, 45-50 into Tiger territory, and another big first down. Gain of... 19 Milligan to Crawford. That's the first reception of the year for Crawford. He was wide open. Nobody covered him. Fullback in the flat that time. Nice uh, little wrinkle there from the Panthers. I was going to say, that'll put some people on notice. So, Milligan two for two throwing it thus far tonight. And now the football sits at the Tiger 41-yard line. From the right hash again, two tight ends here. First and ten. The junior quarterback under center gives to Barlow off the left side. He bounces to his left and, oh, is one shoestring away from yeah. breaking another long one, but he'll settle for about six, maybe five. getting up a little slowly. He's all right. All right. Barlow is going to hop to his feet there at the 36-yard line, a gain of five. Winter got a helmet on his ball hand. Uh, here we go. 96 yards on five carries here for Barlow. 
and we've just started the second quarter. Milligan under center here as they break the huddle. Jack back over the ball. Honorable mention all league last year at center. Doing the job again tonight. Nine men in the box for Marple Newtown against two tight ends. On second and six, give us to Crawford off the right side. He's going to barrel his way for a bunch. Inside the 30, down to the 27. Nine more for Anthony Crawford. He's up to 36 on just four touches. Panthers' total yardage right now, just <laughs> fantastic. 113 total yards, and we've played just barely over a quarter. Clock ticks 10-10, 10-09 and counting to play here in the first half. Aiden Sutherland in at tight end to the right, first and 10. From the 27, Milligan gives to Schuler off that right side. He's got running room and speed into the secondary. He'll tumble across the 15, down to about the 12. Matt Schuler rips off a bunch. They'll put it down at the... That's the 12. Yeah, Marple is trying. They're trying to fill those holes. Those linebackers are trying to come in. But, you know, one of the problems is just three guys that can take the ball. So there's really no place for sure. There's no hole to plug specific. Five carries for 44 yards for Matt Schuler in the early going, along with his 38-yard touchdown catch. Panthers now four cracks at it from the 14-yard line. Aiden Sutherland split end to the left. Wing left is Schuler. On first and ten, they give to Barlow off the left side, and he'll carry a tackler. Win couldn't hang on to him, and Schuler just powers his way inside the five to the three. And he was stopped at the five, maybe the six, and just kept twisting and turning and moving, bumping the legs. And this he is... gives up, <laughs> you know, to be to be kind, gives up almost a hundred pounds. Yeah, sure. To win, and, but and he's got just momentum. ran through him. Yep, just ran right through him. The weight room is showing up here tonight. Ten more yards for Schuler. He's over 100 on just six carries. First and goal from the three. Give us to Crawford. Room off the right side. He goes airborne, and he is in for his first varsity touchdown. Anthony Crawford from the three. Stretches the Strathaven lead to three scores. Well, everybody's sharing nicely. Yes, everybody shares nicely. Barlow's in the end zone twice, Schuler for one, and Crawford now his first score of the season at the 841 mark of this second quarter. Shankweiler on for the extra point, Milligan to hold, Evan Meneker to snap. Snap is a good one. Ball spotted, kick is away, and it is good. Excellent job by Shankweiler. He's four for four in the Panther offense. Four for four on scoring drives. 28-6. We'll be back in just a moment. Glad you're listening. Live or on the archive on havenfootball.net. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should. Down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. This is Keith Jackson. You're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Strathaven 28, Marple Newtown 6 as we come back here to to, uh, George L. King Field in Wallingford. Gorgeous night for football and it's been a gorgeous night if you're a Panther fan. 
They've outgained the Tigers 244 to 99 so far. And four touchdowns on the board. 841 here to play here in the second quarter. So terrific atmosphere tonight as well. Good. I mean, practically a packed house here on the home side. The band is loud, and the Panthers, you know, pregame on the field, there were a lot of comments from the kids saying, we need revenge. We need to bounce back. Everybody remembers last year, right? Well, they've come out with some kind of energy here in the first 15 minutes of play. High end over and kick. It's going to come down to one of the up men. It's fielded there by Schumacher with a little bit of running room, and he's stacked up at the 35. So better coverage that time from the kick return, uh, kick coverage team. Andreos and Chase Nangle on the stop. And the Tigers will start at their own 35, moving left to right here, their first possession of this second quarter. Well, Mike, it's... Uh, well, it's, it's starting out just like it did against Interboro. It's just very, very impressive. Um, you know, we had seen this in the scrimmage. We saw it last week. And, and as we said at the beginning of this game, you know, we just think that the, the power... The power ground game for Strathaven is remarkable, and we saw passing this evening as well. All right. Two receivers to either side for David Bertolini. The sophomore's in the gun. Charlie Box in the backfield with him. He steps back to pass, looking, fires underneath a little screen to Box with blockers in front. He's across the 40. Midfield stripe lowers the shoulder and picks up a first down to the Strathaven 47-yard line. Gain of 18 and a beautiful play call right there. I like it for the Tigers. Nice easy pass to complete and just get the ball in the hands of your best player. Box, his second catch tonight goes for 18 and a Tiger first down. So that's given Box about 50, 60 yards so far. Jason Williams checks out at defensive tackle. Nick Filios in alongside of Jake Millett at tackle. The ends, Mason Green and Jacob Perlman. Nate Perlman, rather. And clock is stopped momentarily. If they keep the clock on. All right. Now you're going to have a clock adjustment, I believe. All right. So the official's still talking things over. All right. Good to go. All right. They signal, <laughs> and they're, now they're going to go explain to the far sideline as well. So we'll try to keep you uh, updated with scores as we're going here and just uh, looking for live score updates via Twitter. And uh, it's a little slow going tonight, I have to say. Looking for some updates. And Daily Times, uh, frankly, they are stretched very, yeah. very thin but are doing a terrific job as best they can to keep us updated. And uh, thanks again to our friends uh, in other press boxes and other fans around District 1 and District 12 trying to keep us posted. All right, so Downingtown East is uh, up 28-14 over State College. Long trip there for the Cougars tonight. Yeah, it is uh, brutal. Yeah, but uh, hey, it's a nicer bus ride if you come home uh, with a win in your pocket. They're leading 28-14 midway through the second. All right. All right. Still in trouble. With the All right, so they might be turning off the game clock in front of us. They're going to keep it on the field. It's possible. Well, that gives makes our job a little more difficult. But yeah. we'll see what we can uh, figure out there. So they might be having trouble there with the 
with the technology, but Panthers are going to try to get it fixed as we speak. So, Mike, Panthers uh, and Marple yeah, is a big game for big game for both of them in the sense that you've got big-time tests a week from now with 6A teams. On the road at Haverford for Strathaven, not an easy way to go. Right. And Marple on the road at Garnet Valley, not an easy way to go. Right. So, again, this game tonight uh, against a 5A opponent as you start looking down the road for Central League placement as well as District 1 playoff placement, uh, this, this game can go a long way. All right. They are setting the game clock at zero, so we're going to do our best to keep you posted on with updates as we go. All right. We think there's about eight minutes and change to play here. Here we go. Three wide receivers. Give it to Charlie Box on first down, and a give inside to Box goes for about five or six down to the 41-yard line. All right. So it'll bring up, give him six on the carry. Box, five carries for 45 yards and the Marple touchdown so far. At the 41-yard line is where they'll snap it. Owen Mathis checks in. Michael Schumacher checks out. Mathis, a terrific baseball player as well, like his two older brothers. Two receivers split to either side. You've got a tight end to the right as well. On second down and about four, hard count here. Bertolini, he's going to give it to Box, counter to the left side, and he's belted there by Crawford, who... Runs right through him in the double leg takedown, but still good yardage there for Box yeah. to bring up third and short. Yeah, it's very short, less than a yard. Crawford, uh, terrific wrestler as well. They're looking for big things for him sometime this winter, probably at the 195 or 215 mark. But uh, he's the leading tackler. He and uh, Greg Belleville tied for the team lead in tackles a year ago. Belleville, of course, out of the lineup tonight with an injury. But here you've got third and about a yard. On the keeper, this is Bertolini, and he's going to be slammed down. Ethan Barrar got off his block and nothing doing. They go quarterback sneak and no gain. Now you're looking at fourth and one from the 37. They gave him the first down? No way. Fourth and a yard. No, they did. Wow. You know, the, 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 the unwillingness to measure... At high school level is really getting on my nerves. I know you don't do it too often, but that was pretty close. Ethan Barrar looked like he got him in the backfield, but okay. Gain of a yard and a half. First down, Marple Newtown. Fresh set of downs for the Tigers here. Receiver split to either side. Tight end to the right is Cantwell. Charlie Box alongside of Bertolini in the gun. On first and ten, back to pass. Looking, firing deep down that left sideline. Has a man out there, incomplete. Overshoots him. But excellent, excellent coverage there from Chase Nangle. Who, so, if that ball had been another foot short, he might have had interception. So Bertolini had, com- had completed three, his last three passes before that incompletion. He's four out of eight right now for 45 yards. And, and by and large, Haven's been doing a fairly decent job coverage. There's been, he's been dumping off uh, to the second and third choice receivers. They've been, they've been bottling them up pretty well. All right, second down now. And 10. Two receivers to the right. Empty to the left. And Bertolini in the gun. On second and 10, they give it to Box, looking for running room off the right side. He'll lower the shoulders and pick up a few. Fuscas trips him up, and forward progress gives him about the 38-yard line or so. Yeah, Fuscas actually grabbed him from behind. I'm sorry, 33, rather. 
grabs his feet, but from behind, which really, you know, listen, I don't care how great you are. If somebody wraps up your legs, you're not going anywhere. But some of these guys can break some remarkable tackles. All right. Call it third down and about seven upcoming. Four down territory for sure here for Marple Newtown. They trail at 28-6. We're about midway through the second quarter. Clock not operational, so we'll do our best to give you the clock updates when we get them. Motion man is Schumacher. They go toss to the left. Schuler comes up on Box and strings him out. Box trying to cut back. Breaks one tackle, but nothing doing. The Panthers swarm well that time. They'll drop him for a loss of three. But that was remarkable. I mean, Schuler saw that coming before the snap. He was hopping and jumping up and down and ready to drive. And as soon as that ball was snapped, he was gone. And the fact that Box got away from Schuler, who is no slouch (laughs) in the speed department, was simply amazing. But still, it was... You know, by the time Schuler messed around with it and slowed him down, there were five uh, Panthers on top of him, and that was the end of that. They actually made it back to the line of scrimmage according to the marker. So, Well, now they lost three there. So oh, you're, right, you're going right. to bump Sorry. back now. You're fourth and almost 11 now. And play clock's got to be winding down here. I'm guessing they're going to take a timeout. And uh, going to wait. Yep, Coach Kicking's just going to keep him on the sideline here. Fourth down, he's going to wait. And then called delay, uh, avoid a delay game with, a, with their second timeout here upcoming. And timeout is called. All right, so we're going to take a short timeout with them. Big fourth and 11 upcoming here for the Tigers as we're about midway through the second quarter. 28-6, Strathaven leading and needs a defensive stop when we come back. Glad you joined us live or on the archive on havenfootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. Fourth and 11 coming up for the Tigers, who are trying to cut into a pretty substantial Strathaven lead here. 28-6. We're about midway through the second quarter. Uh, again, game clock not operational that we can see. The, the officials are keeping time on the field. So we'll try to keep you posted as best we can uh, and, and get some updates, uh, hopefully you know, text it up from the sideline or wherever. But in the meantime, other score updates elsewhere. We've got uh, Sun Valley trailing Oxford 12-6 to at halftime. Also at halftime, Garnet Valley 14, 40, Conestoga 14. So Garnet puts up 40 in the first half on the Pioneers. Mm. And uh, that's uh, not, not <laughs> all that encouraging for the Tigers who visit there next week. All right, all right here we go. On fourth down and 11. Bertolini, empty backfield. Receiver split to the left and four to the right. Bertolini, the lefty, rolling to his right, looking, looking. He sees the rush coming, and they've got him wrapped up. Down he goes. Down he goes into the arms of Mason Green, his second sack in as many weeks, and the Panther offense takes over at their own 41. That was definitely a coverage sack, no doubt about it. You know, lefty rolling to his right, not the easiest throw or, or footwork uh, to go there. But, uh, again, excellent job on the, on this near side. Perlman just pushed that tackle right back in his face. And then when Bertolini had nowhere to look, 
cut back to his left and waiting uh, right there was Mason Green, his second sack in as many weeks. And the Panthers now first and 10 at their own 41-yard line. Wing T look, two tight ends. Milligan under center, back to pass, looking, has a man out there. Wide open is Schuler. 30-25. It could not be easier than that. Right on the money is Milligan, who's flying down the field to meet up with Schuler. Stay healthy, boys. <laughs> and 59 yards later, Schuler and Milligan connect for another big score. Just gorgeous. Panthers, you know, it put Charlie Box in no man's land there. They had two receivers running deep. He had to pick one of them, and Schuler uh, cashes in on a terrific delivery. Milligan, three for three, throwing it tonight. That one from 59 yards out. Extra point pending here. Milligan to hold it. He puts it down. Shankweiler up and good. Perfect all night. 35 to six. Strathaven all over the Tigers here in the first half. We'll take a short time out, be back to see if Marple Newtown can answer. And now you've got an injured Tiger on the play here on the extra point. That's no good. So we'll wish the best for him and, and try to get an update when we come back. Stick with us. Be back in just a moment. You're listening live to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. Every year, nearly 6,000 teenagers go out for a drive and never come back. Just talking to them can change that. The Allstate Parent-Teen Driving Contract can help. Get yours from an Allstate agent. It's time to make the world a better place to drive. It's Allstate Stand. Are you in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good. Right here at HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to Wallingford. Strathaven, 35. Marple Newtown, 6. Late in the second quarter here. Sam Milligan, second touchdown pass of the night to Matt Schuler. This oh. one from 59 yards out. And uh, it has been, uh, I mean, a pleasure. I, I will tell you this. Before the game, I was down on the field and... Sam Milligan said, uh, you're going to have fun tonight. I said, well, you know it's more fun when it's going well. He said, all right, well, we'll try to make it fun. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's exactly what's happened here through the first quarter and a half. Sam, three for three, throwing it. Two touchdown passes, 116 yards, and the second touchdown, second receiving touchdown of the night for Matt Schuler. He, is, he has 97 yards covered in the passing game already and now a four touchdown lead here for the Panthers Charlie Shank 343 to play here in the third quarter thank you very much to Jim Alsman from MarbleNewtownFootball.com who's helping out in the booth tonight and got the score update or clock update here Shank nice shooting kick. it deep and adrenaline right there sets up his first touchback of the season Shankweiler well, they've gone with the pooch kick over and over tonight and uh, as they inched up, Shankweiler says, I'll just put it over your heads and give Marple a long field to work with here. At the 20-yard line is where the Tigers start, trailing with 3.43 to play here in the first half. 35-6 Strathaven. It's been uh, fun to watch, Mike. Oh, this is, you know, look, 
it's you, you feel I always feel badly for the team we're beating, but but you know this is you know we we had called Strathaven to be a strong team this year, and right now you know these first two games have definitely shown their strengths, and now they're opening up the field even more with their passing game. All right, here we go. Tigers still have some weapons on offense, namely Charlie Boxers in the backfield, receiver split to the left, and now slot left is Schumacher. Tight end to the right. Motion man is Schumacher on first and 10 from the 20. Bertolini firing to the outside on the slant. Complete. Has a man out there. This is small out across the 40-yard line. Nice gain of 21 for the Tigers. That's a nice answer. Yep, sure was. Nobody picked him up. Five came out of the backfield and just uh, between the coverage, uh, I only was man-to-man probably zone and yep. just picked, it, picked his way out. That's the Mike Mayer slant pass. Yeah, uh, inside, though. Yep. I'm usually more partial to <laughs> an outside slant pass, but so, uh, very there. pretty. Well done there from Bertolini to Small for their first connection of the night. Two receivers to either side and a little breathing room for the Tigers. First and 10 from their 41. Motion from left to right is Brogan. Back to pass Bertolini again. Looking, little screen underneath to McKee. Looking for running room. Turns outside. They hem him in momentarily, and then he lunges near the 48-yard line. That's uh, McKee for a gain of seven. Brings up second down and three. So Bernalini is uh, you know, starting to get things going here in the passing game. Again, just 5 of 12 for just 30 yards last week, but starting to build some confidence now. He's seven out of 6 out of 10 as the Tigers look to answer. Again, same formation, motion. Now they go to the left side. McKee cuts it back. He's going to be stacked up near the first down marker. We'll see. Jason Williams got a hold of him along with Perlman, and it's going to be close to first down yeah, yardage. Right I think they got it. Yep. Yeah. Give McKee three on his third carry of the night, and that'll move the sticks. Put it down at the 48-yard line. 2.25 and counting to play here before halftime. Two receivers to either side. Three now to the right. Empty backfield. Bertolini looking to his right. Has time. Steps up in the pocket, and down he goes. Perlman's first sack of the year. They drop him for a loss of one. Nice job there. And then a big hit there on Matt Schuler in celebration. Like I said, after the touchdown, stay healthy, guys. Yeah, let's not overdo it here, guys. <laughs> Perlman, he's done a terrific job tonight. He's had several tackles at the line of scrimmage on running backs. That time, got a quarterback wrapped up now. 150 and counting to play here in the first half. Second and 11. Bertolini fakes to his left, looking back to his right. Has time. Steps up in his pocket. They've got him again. They've got him wrapped up. He may get back to the line of scrimmage. But nice work there by Williams, along with Mason Green. And, and these are all no coverage game. sacks, guys. Yep. There is nobody for him to turn to. He's looking downfield. He's got some time, but there's nobody he's comfortable throwing to. That may be part of, you know, skittishness. But good for him because, quite yeah. frankly, quarterback in this situation, on this wrong side of the, of the scoreboard, tends to, to throw things he shouldn't. But he's holding it. He figures, I'll go down for the count rather than throw an interception. Empty backfield for Backfield for David Bertolini. Three wide receivers to his right. Two to his left on third down and 11. Looking to his right. Fires quickly to the flat. Complete. And Conroy with a stiff arm and then is ridden out of bounds by Chase Nangle. They'll keep the clock moving. This is going to be fourth down at the 45. Fourth and about seven. The clock will continue to tick. And now to uh, now timeout, I was going to say, Strathaven may want to timeout here and see if they can't get this to a uh, get the football back. It's going to be fourth down. Uh, the chains are moving. Don't move. Right. So it should be fourth down. 
Yeah. Yeah, and now they're, they're – all right, so there's discussion. Yeah, it should be fourth down. <laughs> and uh, officials talking things over. They're just making sure as, uh, again, game clock not really operational at the moment, so we're, we'll see if we can get that fixed during halftime. But not sure exactly how much time is left, but I think we're inside of a minute. And Strathaven hoping to get the football back one more time. Yeah, and boy, fourth and seven, and wouldn't they love? Wouldn't they love to get a second? Uh, <laughs> to get a, a running would, clock to start the second yeah, half. Yeah, mercy. If they, they could score, score again. again, Panthers will uh, kick off in the second half. Right, right. Okay, uh, but and speaking of halftime, we'll have Pete Fulginetti and Andrew Kaufman talking Strathaven football, and my guess is they'll. Uh, I mean, you got to be a little more excited about the Phillies this week than last week, a little bit. You know, yeah, but if we but... talk about them and it's positive, they'll just screw <laughs> up again. So, you know. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but you're uh, about 10 days away from the start of an Eagles season. There's uh, lots, to, lots to chat about, but boy. Boy, the... talk about an unknown. The Eagles season is about as big an unknown as I remember in years past. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll stick with the Panthers for right now. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to watch this every Friday night. Yep, yep. And uh, Sundays, we'll we'll worry about that later. No, I've been I've been known to walk away from an Eagles game. I mean, all right, here we go. Fourth and seven for Marple Newtown. Under a minute to play here before halftime. They do not want to punt it away. They want to see if they can convert here. Trailing 35-6. Bertolini with three wide receivers to his left, two to his right. Panthers looking to rush four here. On fourth and seven, Bertolini steps up in the pocket, has running room. He's going to keep his eyes downfield. Fire has a man. It's complete to McKee across the 30. He lunges down inside the 25. Schuler wraps him up, and it stops the clock momentarily. Sorry, that was number five, small. Small on the catch, number five. And now clock ticks. They'll reset the chains. Bertolini's in the gun. Has receivers set up again. Three to the left, two to the right. Bertolini steps up on first and ten. Has time. Steps, fires to the left flat, and it is incomplete. Incomplete. Short hopped over on that far sideline with Chase Barlow in coverage. Yeah, he, he got close, though. He could have picked that up off the ground a little closer to it. All right. So we're, we're screaming up to the coaches upstairs for time. So. so small with that catch on fourth down. That's a big, uh, big completion there. And this gives uh, Marple time to actually huddle and talk things over as they will snap it from the Strathaven 25 on second down and 10. Not exactly sure how much time is left, but we are well inside of a minute to play before halftime. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. David Bertolini, the sophomore, takes the shotgun snap, looks to his right, steps up, fires to the right flat, has his man Conroy underneath the coverage, who's going to sprint out of bounds. Good heads-up play there from the senior. Steps out at about the 15, and I think that will move the chains... They're going to put it down at the 15. Yep. Stop the clock to move the chains. Gain of 10 on the first catch of the night for Conroy. Yep, they're moving the chains. All right. So trying to get us a clock update here. But they'll put it down at the 14. Strathaven leading 35-6. But Marple Newtown did this last year. They scored late in the first half and then came out and scored coming out of halftime and turned the tide. Panthers looking to avoid that fate here on their home turf. Two receivers to the right are Box and Conroy. Three to the left, Bertolini in the shotgun. First and ten from the Panther 14. 
empty backfield. Panthers with a rush coming. Bertolini underneath the coverage, deflected at the line of scrimmage, and then swatted down by uh, Sutherland. Good coverage there from Sutherland. It was man-to-man there with uh, McKee. Yep, it was all man-to-man coverage across the board. Brings up second down and 10 from the 14. And, of course, you can do that when you're, you know, at the 10-yard line because the field's a little bit shorter. Yep. Marple, I believe, still with one timeout remaining. And probably about, what, I think 20 seconds? Maybe. <laughs> we're, yeah. Yeah, we're doing some guessing here. All right. Three receivers again to the left, two again to the right. Slot right is box. Matched up with Chase Barlow. Bertolini in the gun on second and ten. Takes the snap. Rolling to his left. Has time. Fires to the left flat. Has a man complete under the coverage. Schumacher is stood up and banged down. Short of first down yardage, and they're going to call timeout. Coach Kicking uses the Panthers, sorry, the Tigers' final timeout of the half as his receiver is dropped there. Schumacher down to the five-yard line. So gain of nine for Schumacher on his third catch of the night. And Bertolini now. It's uh, 11 for 17 for 120 yards. He's uh, been efficient and productive. So the Panthers, uh, you know, again, we're going to keep it right here because we think there's... Maybe one play left in the half. Yeah, we're not, we don't we're not know. Sure. We're not exactly sure how much time is left. Jim Alsman trying to do some magic, work some magic here and find out for us during the timeout. But, uh, again, this is a 7.30 start tonight. A lot of those 7 o'clock games have gone uh, through halftime already and coming back in with some third quarter scores here. Jim Alsman ran down the stairs from the press booth all the way to the field to say something to the official to get the time. <laughs> and now he's running back up. I'd be dead. He's, uh, hey, they would have an ambulance in for me. Jim, when he's not uh, working with Marple Newtown football, he does PA announcing for Holy Family University. He does PA at, at, uh, at the Palestra. There are, th- okay, three seconds remaining okay. in the half. This will be the final play of the half barring a defensive penalty. So Coach Kicking with uh, good clock management there used his third timeout to give the Tigers one more shot from the five-yard line. All right, Panthers trying to hold here. Third down and one from the five. Down a distance, not much of a matter here with three seconds left. Here we go, empty backfield, three receivers to the right, and looking that way is Bertolini. He fires the fade to the end zone. It is juggled and knocked away by Schuler. Wow, Matt Schuler swats it away from Charlie Box. And the Panthers will take it to halftime, 35-6. to six, And a big defensive stop on the final play of the half. Wow. Offense, defense, you know, a little bit of special teams as well. But, boy, the home crowd feeling good right now as yep. we've gone to the halftime break. Panthers 35, Marple Newtown 6. Be back in just a moment for some chatter with uh, Pete. And Andrew and Mike will try to get score updates as well, but glad you're joining us live or on the archive right here on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. 
Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961. And they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in Media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome to the At The Half Halftime Report with Mike Mayer, Pete Folgenetti, and Statman Andrew Kaufman. Tonight's report is sponsored by Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. And welcome back to George Elching Field, where I am very pleased to be looking out across the field. It has been over a full, well, two years, actually. I see a marching band of 300, 350 strong uh, taking the field and ready to do their magic during the half. If you've never seen this, you got to come to a game. And, you know, you're okay about football, that's fine. But you got to come in to see the band. It's quite a sight. You'll hear them in the background as we talk. In the meantime, we have a game that's been... Pretty dominated by the the Panthers. It is thirty five to six Strathaven. It, it it was a dominating performance um, the entire first half, and we'll go over some of the numbers in a little bit. But in the meantime, Pete, what are your thoughts tonight? Well, let me start off by saying, who's the loneliest man in town, Mike? Who's the loneliest man in town? The punter. Yeah, right. we, we used him once this whole season. Yeah, well, but anyway, what are punters in well, high school football? Well, Those yeah. don't exist. Yeah, right. What I would like to say is, you've heard the old saying, the three-headed monster. Well, Strathaven absolutely has a three-headed monster with Chase Barlow, Matt Schuller, and Andrew, Anthony Crawford. All of them have the same skills, some a little faster than the other, some a little stronger runner than the other, but they all can carry the ball. But what we found out tonight is they have another weapon, and that is the arm of Milligan, Sam Milligan. And I've watching him warm up the last two weeks, this kid can throw a ball. And what he's been doing with Matt Schuller, is if they can pass the ball like they are with that running attack, it's going to be hard for any team in the Central League to stop these guys. And I'm really impressed by this offensive display so far. But the display of the Tigers. The Panthers, the offensive display. You were, the you were impressed. I thought you said you weren't impressed. Okay. I wasn't after all that? No, I'm <laughs> no, impressed. I mean, all right, let's say you stop their run, you know, they, and, the, you know, they clog the box up. Well, now Milligan can start rolling out and throwing the ball, and if everybody's covered, Milligan can run. 
you've got so many weapons. You can attack all, any team you play, you can attack them different ways with your inside runners, your outside runners, your power runner, your speed runner, your rollout quarterback, your wideouts. This is a team that can score a lot of points. You know, if they added a screen pass, that would be phenomenal, quite frankly. That, it, it then how do you too. stop this offense if they add a screen pass in here? It, what was it if they had a screen pass? If they had a screen pass in here, how do you stop the offense then? Well, that, it, well, well, that would be – That just that gives be, another level of well, that's what I'm saying. something it's, to cover. You know, with the blocking capabilities, the pulling capabilities of the guards. That would and, be unsportsmanlike contact, <laughs> conduct. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get too cocky about this. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the meantime, just to give you some numbers at halftime, Haven has – uh, 303 yards. Now, Marple Newtown is not doing badly relative to statistics. They're 198, 198 yards. They've been moving the ball. They haven't been able to finish. Part of that has been, you know, the defense. They, haven't, they haven't really stopped Fox. He, he's this amazing runner. Oh, yeah. He, the runner. What, mean, what, you're yeah, you're just going to slow down, Box. He's got yeah, he's eight carries get, for 53 yards He's going to get his 100 to 200 yards. But if you can stop everybody else, well, I got news for you. You know, at this point, he's only got fifty-three. Yeah, he's only got fifty-three yards. So is that all? It seems yeah. like he has more. Seems like he has more. He's had a lot well, of touches. Uh, he hasn't done well. I, I'll tell you that the passing has been eleven. Uh, he's uh, also eighteen good. attempts, eleven completions for one hundred and twenty-six yards. That's yeah. a big factor of their yeah. almost they have a nice yards. Passing attack. Yeah, they Real do nice have a nice passing, passing attack. attack. They've got a nice screen play that works for them. I mean, they've done a few things. But, again, the, the Haven defense, if we're not sacking people, taking them for a loss, you know, we're keeping them to three or four yards. You know, we'll, they'll march down the field for 15, 20 yards, obviously, with 198 yards you know, in the field. You but. know what I noticed in the second quarter? Their Haven's pass defense was much better than the first quarter. There was guys open for, for Marple right. in, the, in the passing game. <clears throat> in that second quarter, especially the last five minutes, right. they played great pass defense, right. and that's what kept them out of the end zone. There have been, been some gaps in, in the zone coverage and some confusion, which is kind of to be expected for a couple weeks of football, but they're going to refine that. And this, the sacks and the tackles for a loss relative to the quarterback that we've seen have really been all coverage sacks. I mean, he's been looking downfield for somebody, and, and I said earlier in the broadcast, you know, and good for him. He is not throwing the ball when he shouldn't. Take the, take the loss on the tackle. Yeah. Take the sack. You know, you don't want to give the ball up, which is what's going to happen if you try to thread a pass and it's well beyond your ability. So the quarterback is learning, and as his skills improve and as his receivers can hopefully get a little more open, it may be a factor to be. Um, the question is, at this stage of the game, is, of course, Marple's going to play Garner Valley next week, and that's going to be a tremendous uphill battle that'll, for every that'll team. Be tough. Um, so we won't know what Marple Newtown's really got, uh, assuming this game continues the way it is, until they start playing some of the other teams in the league. And, of course, as far as uh, Haven's concerned, we're facing Haverford next week in the first away game. And that could also be a good test. But it's hard to tell this early as to what these other teams have and what's viable. I think the fact that, that Box has been held to, to un, you know about 50 yards on offense is a very, very good sign. You're, I had said you had to hold him to under 100. And he may have some breakaways in the second half. But the bottom line, particularly if he stays in the game and we start substituting after if there's a mercy rule involved. Mike, you know what I like about this Strathaven offense? And there's a lot to like about him. As we go through the season and teams start playing maybe eight or nine in the box to try to stop the run, they can run, roll, the, run out, roll out and open it up with the pass. Well, and if I, they can do that, they'll be very hard for any team to defend them. Well, I, I think you're going to see when teams start seeing this game film and assuming we continue to do pass like this, I think you're not going to find them in the box like they used well, to be because they're going to be afraid to do it. Well, then you just run at them with your three-headed monster. That's the point. After you see a bunch of film and you see this passing attack that Strathaven has, 
Teams are going to obviously back off to respect the passing game, but that opens up the inside, which is what Clancy loves to do. And, well, and then how do you, when how do you stop him, man? And then when Clancy, when they you stack the box, Clancy goes over the top with the pass. Well, the w- the only way that, it, from what we've seen of, pa- of the Panthers right now, that you can stop them is, is a very very strong inside four yeah. linemen. If they can penetrate, if they can screw up the backfield, if they can keep. Schuler and and everybody from and Crawford and everybody from getting outside or getting to the holes that will stop this offense. But you know, you we know got Shuler, so, so far through two games they haven't been able to get anybody blocking up those holes inside the tackles. Right, right. Once once the backs get outside the tackles, Watch good out. luck. Yep. And Matt Schuler, he has the speed. You can see he has the speed. If they start clogging the middle up with all the, the linemen or whatever, he can roll out and then and he'll bounce. As he rolls out, the whole field will open up to him, and then he can pick his joys. Well, of course, that's been the beauty of it that we've talked about with the sweeps and stuff is we've had those pulling guards, pulling tackles, and they're really doing an effective job of sealing off the, the linebackers. So those guys are pulling out, and, man, there's nothing but green in front of them, and it's, it's good for 15, 20 yards every time. Yeah, it's a really impressive display by this offensive line. And you know so, what? Excuse me, Andrew. You know what they've done in two weeks? They haven't turned the ball over. Now you did it. I know I did it. Why? Why'd you have to go and say yeah, something? You really had to they, say they that. Haven't turned the He's the guy over. who talks about a no hitter in the seventh inning. You know, <laughs> or, or the perfect game in the sixth. Yeah, right, right. All right. So we only have a few minutes left. Uh, quickly, the Phillies. So I mean, well, last week I said they were dead. Yeah, they are on. They're, a, they're they, still dead. No, they're on a respirator, <laughs> but the respirator is losing power. Okay. Well, you as know, far as the Eagles ta- go, we start talking nice about them. They're going to start screwing up. As far as the Eagles go, next Friday night we'll come out with a with a, a whole season prediction. I'll be working on that all week in my room on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not looking just, pretty for I them. I just did the international choke sign. So, um, yeah, no. Listen, I hope they have a good season. I mean, it's always more fun to watch a team that's playing reasonably well. I just think it's such a question a star. Mark. A star will be number six. Devontae Smith, no doubt he'll be a star. All right. Well, you said it here, so we'll, we'll rely on that. In the meantime, the band is uh, probably about two minutes away from finishing their set, and I know Brian is is very passionately working with his laptop to try to get as many scores as he can because our game was a half hour late, so we should see a lot of third quarter and maybe fourth quarter action around town. And we'll be back. And to keep you up to date, it's the Panthers 35, Marple Newtown 6, We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC Business Line of Credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op. Or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? 
Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome back to the second half of tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's sponsors are the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. The Delaware County Daily Times. All high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Now back to the second half with Brian Carroll, Pete Folginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. Welcome back to George L. King Field. I was, uh, sorry, showing some deference here to uh, some more halftime activities. Mr. Taylor, 40 years in the district, retired at the end of 2019, uh, is being presented a plaque with, um, by Athletic Director Pat Clancy. 40 years, he was actually the last remaining faculty member to teach at uh, Nether, Providence. Nether Providence High School yeah. uh, before Strathaven became were, Strathaven in 1983. Who were known as the Bulldogs. Bulldogs, right. yes, that's right. Well done. Good uh, local trivia here from Mike Mayer. I expect nothing less. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Again, just, uh, again, terrific atmosphere tonight. The, va- the band's fantastic, <laughs> considering yeah. it was their first performance of the year. Just... Uh, Again, one of our, my favorite parts of the high school football experience all fall and hopefully into the winter this year. It is truly a pleasure to sit here and, and listen again after two years to do a halftime show with the band in the background. And I hope hope our listeners enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed it. It's just it's great background music. Well, uh, we've already talked, and I know Matt, uh, Mike and Pete and Andrew were talking plenty about uh, Strathaven's performance so far on the field. Elsewhere around uh, District 1, uh, with, again, District 12 and a little bit of scheduling turmoil this week, the public school uh, teams in District 12, City of Philadelphia, games have been uh, postponed or canceled due to the logistical problems. Uh, well, the Vine Flooding, Street uh, right. you know, Vine Street Canal at the moment rather than the expressway. Yeah, right. uh, serious flooding. So, again, our thoughts go out to everybody who was uh, affected by this whether it was in Chester County, uh, Montgomery Bucks, New Jersey, and certainly City of Philadelphia, uh, it's going to be a long, messy cleanup. And, uh, again, hopefully that goes well. But uh, on the field tonight, uh, just a couple other score updates. Garnet Valley 40, Conestoga 14 at halftime. Garnet Valley, again, will host Marple Newtown a week from tonight. Haverford, uh, we're still looking for an update there. Lower Marion is at Haverford tonight. Haverford... Uh, handled Philadelphia Central last week, has Lower Marion tonight, and then gets Strathaven uh, at, over at Haverford where the Panthers uh, pulled out a win a year ago. Don't think for a minute that uh, even with a new coach there, they, don't uh, they, they don't, won't uh, forget that one and, and have something ready for the Panthers a week from tonight. Uh, still waiting for a score update there, so we don't have a Lower Marion-Haverford score at the moment. 
uh, Haverford School, rather, is on the road at Downingtown West. Downingtown West scored late in the third quarter. They're up 7-0. Uh, so, again, West took one on the chin last week, just clobbered by Garnet Valley, uh, despite the early season uh, rankings and that enormous offensive line. Garnet put it to them 41-7 a week ago. So West looking to bounce back. Ridley trying to go to 2-0. They lead Upper Darby 10-0. Good. Uh, Radner trying to bounce back after a heartbreaking loss a week ago uh, in overtime to Oxford. Uh, they have bounced back big. They're up 21-0 in the third quarter on Pencrest. Uh, speaking of Oxford, they lead Sun Valley 12-6, to uh, last we heard. Uh, that game is into the third quarter now. We will try to get an update from there a little later. So the Hornets trying to go to 2-0 and in the Chessmont as uh, Radner uh, with some, regu- some miraculous plays late in regulation to get that game tied uh, in, in the waning seconds, only to lose on a field goal in overtime. And then, uh, unfortunately for... The Radner uh, Raptors now, no longer the Raiders, uh, but the Raptors came up short on the offensive side in overtime. So, again, Panthers don't have to worry about them until week 10, but uh, the Strathaven schedule at Haverford next week, then Harriton, and then here at home against Garnet Valley uh, should be a big one. It's uh, very possible. I don't want to take anything against Haverford because, you know, we got to play the game, and I certainly want to discount Marple Newtown's uh, second half here. But it's very conceivable that Haven could go into that game with Garnet Valley with both teams undefeated, and that would make that a barn burner. And it doesn't get easier after that, <laughs> frankly. That, that middle of that schedule for Strathaven, Garnet Valley, Springfield, and Conestoga all in a row. Uh, you know, never mind trying to get through Marple and Haverford. You know, they're, you know they're, we always say year after year, boy, there's no easy games in the Central. And, you know, some games, frankly, are easier than others, but... Uh, you know, this year, Strathaven, even tonight, they are outsized up front, you know, despite the, the great not, success they've had. Their execution has been tremendous. But not not nearly as much as they've been outsized in years past. True. You know, yeah. when I am when I got a 240 going up against a 260, I'll take that matchup. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if I got a 210 going against a 260, that's, yeah. that's tough. Well, the Panthers tackle to tackle tonight. <laughs> Jack Beck is 200 at center. Nick Filios, 200, but stands 5'7". But again, the squat rack has been good to him. Uh, Ethan Barrar, they list him at 190 um, at guard. But again, he is he's second team all league last year. Just a tremendous athlete uh, in terms of pulling and, and execution-wise. Jake Millett going 290, and Aiden Williams going 270. That's in place of uh, Ben Farabaugh tonight. And then the two, two tight ends, Perlman and uh, Green, both go about 200. Uh, so, again, they are going to give up some size next week at Haverford. They are going to be smaller than Springfield. They are going to be smaller than Garnet Valley. But this has to be encouraging tonight uh, for the Panthers to say, look, Marple was bigger than us, too, and here we are running at will. They're averaging 23 yards per play in the first half. Well, I, I, Garnet Valley, the biggest single advantage they have, I mean, they're, they're well coached. There's no doubt about that. But they have so many kids, 100 turning off for the program. That, that uh, Coach Ricky tends to find a way to do full offensive and defensive platoons. It's 11 man on each squad plus backups. That's a huge advantage because you've got, what do we have, nine, eight going both ways? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, and so you're, there are kids on our team, that on the Panthers, that, you know, they're never out of the game. They're down, they're on virtually every play. And when you play against somebody who gets a breather, 
uh, it makes a huge difference in your stamina and capabilities, particularly in close right, games Bobby where it comes Jay. down to the last, the last minute. Well, and Garner Valley, I will also say they, they put it together in the weight room as well. That, that strength program they have going over there, uh, even where maybe the, some of their kids are not as athletic, boy, do they know how to move people up front. And, uh, again, those, that depth along with the, the strength program, that's been the key to their uh, you know, terrific run through the Central League since joining in 2008. They have won the last three titles and are looking for a fourth. And Strathaven and everybody else trying to spoil that over the next nine weeks. All right, so ready to go in the second half here. Charlie Shankweiler has it teed up. Ready to kick it away here to a couple of Marple returners who've, uh, well, McKee burned them early, and they've tried to stay away ever since. So we'll see what Shankweiler does. He had a touchback on his last one. Here we go. Second half underway. High booming kick over. McKee's head's going to take a hop at the five. McKee's going to have to field this at the two and come out with it up the right hash mark and up the near sideline. He goes 25-30. McKee hit from behind and ridden down there by Fuscus and others. Uh, Chase Nangle as well. So nice return there for McKee out to the 34-yard line. Give him 32 on the return. Good kick from Shankweiler and unfortunate bounce that it just died died on the one-yard yep, line yep, rather than in. rolling in for another touchback. But Marple trailing by four scores but trying to get this thing turned around here with the offense. David Bertolini, 11 out of 18 for 126 yards, throwing it in the first half along with a handful of runs. And now here's Box. Box is going to come off yep. the field here. I'm not sure what's going on there. Equipment issue. I he was assume, not maybe. on the field. Well, he's not looking. He's not moving as well as he normally does. So hopefully this is nothing serious for Charlie Box. And they'll make a substitution here. He's Ooh. leaned over on the far sidelines. We won't speculate, but uh, I don't think he was even on the kickoff team, was he? I, I don't know. All right. So here we go. Three wide receivers, two to the left, one to the right. Tight end to the left is small, is uh, Cantwell, rather. Empty backfield. McKee comes in motion. They fake the jet sweep. Looking in, stepping up is Berlin. Room right up the middle. Down the middle he goes and goes into a baseball slide at the 43-yard line. He, he was looking Gain to throw it deep and just saw yep. nobody open. Excellent coverage there by the secondary. And Bertolini says, all right, I'll take nine yards to start the second half. Brings up second down and one. Clock uh, seems to be fixed here in the second yep. half. And we're moving along well here. 11.25 and counting. To play here in the third quarter. So nice work here in the press box by Jim Alsman and Bob Jessen and Paul Tagliatera just getting things squared away here. Two receivers to the left, two to the right now. Box back into the game at halfback. In motion. From right to left of the formation, back to pass. They fire to the left side of the motion man and making the catch. Is, and nice work there by Fuskis, standing him up. But this will be enough for a first down out to the 48-yard line. Was that, uh, no, I think it was number five. Was that Small? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Small on the catch. His second catch of the evening. Give him seven. And a marble first down. All right. So, Bernalini and the offense trying to get things going. Had almost 200 yards of offense in the first half. Again, just came up a little short a couple times and had a fumble 
as well that Aiden Sutherland pounced on. And now back to pass Bertoline. Looking fire to the left flat for Boxy. He's caught oh. and dragged down from behind. Nice work there by Mason Green just staying with his man. Tackle for a loss of five on the four on the play. He got blocked and saw it coming. He just turned off his block and turned right to the receiver. Outstanding, outstanding work from Green, who the coaching staff is very excited about coming out of camp. They said this kid is ready to go for his senior season. And he's had a sack in each of the games so far. And now here gives Marple a longer look at second down and 14. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. McKee in the game now. Bertolini joins McKee in the backfield. Bertolini back to pass, looking, dumps it over the middle. Shallow cross complete to McKee. He stops, turns back, and gets back near the original line of scrimmage. Good gang tackling there by the Panther defense. Schuler and friends in on the stop. Perlman in on that. McKee. McKee on the catch, number four. Gain of five for McKee. His fourth catch of the evening, and it brings up third down at about nine. Big third down for Marple because from here they really have to punt. They don't want to turn this ball over around here. I don't know that we're going to see a punter again tonight. <laughs> Honestly, it's, uh, well, we'll see. See what happens here. Three wide receivers to the left. Two to the right. Bertolini on third and nine. Looking to his left. Has time. Steps up. Fires deep. Deflected and intercepted. Coming the other way. Chase Nangle across the 40. 50. Nangle cuts back to his left. Still on his feet. Weaves his way across the 40 and down into Marple territory at the 33-yard line. On the deflection. Chase Nangle, his first interception of the season. Well, we won't be a see a punter now. No decision to make for for Coach Gicking. As Nangle had an interception last year, and this one is his first. Panthers with two interceptions a week ago, and now the secondary again tonight with an interception and a fumble recovery. I didn't give him a a growl. Sorry. There you go, Chase. It'll bring up first and 10 for the Panthers at the Marple 33-yard line, and frankly, a chance to get a running clock the rest yep. of the way. Aiden Sutherland, split end to the left. Wing to the right is Barlow. Schuler in the backfield with Crawford. And they give on the sweep to Schuler, looking for running room on the cutback. Has a man on his back, but he shakes through one, and then there's a flag that comes in late. Two big flags come in. Let's see, in the secondary. So no gain on the play for Barlow. This is his first unproductive carry of the night, but we'll see what... Uh, See what they have here. I don't know if you're going to get a hold, but there was one again, thrown. There's another one thrown deep in the secondary. So we'll we'll have to see what they handle here. All right. Holding oh, against no, Strathaven is be declined, and then you're going to get illegal use of the hands against Strathaven will be enforced. Okay. All right. So Panthers get flagged there, and it'll move them back 10 yards from the spot of the foul to about the 42. All right, second down and maybe 18 or so. And that's the first real penalty uh, for each. Well, Marple had won. So it's been a very clean game so far. All right, Panthers will try it again. First and about 18 here from their own 42. Marple almost lined up offsides. Two tight end set. This is Barlow off the left side. He's going to have a not much more running room that time. 
Gets a couple. So Marple ready there on that one. Gain of three on the play. Brings up second down. Second down at about 15. That's Nathan Wynn on the stop for the Tigers. 7.45 and counting to play here in the third quarter. Panthers leading 35-6, trying to take advantage of the second Tiger turnover of the night. Chase Nangle's interception has them set up. Good spot for a pass. Wing to the right is Barlow. Schuler and Crawford in the backfield. Two tight ends again. Motion man is Schuler. Play fake for Milligan. Back looking. Wants it to the flat. Complete to Barlow. Makes one man miss. Stiff arm. Cuts back to his left. Still on his feet. Wiggles his way down near the 30-yard line. Chase Barlow. Just shifty, shifty running. Great balance. Gain of 10. And five of that was absolutely his own work. Had no help. No blocking. Just wiggling around and getting another five yards out of it. Excellent decision from Milligan. Had three guys deep in the pattern, nothing really there, and said, all right, well, let's just take 10 yards, give us a third and about seven upcoming. And this is definitely four-down territory. So good decision there from the junior, who's now four for four throwing it, with 6.45 and counting to play here in the third. Wing to the left to Schuler, two tight ends on third and six. It's Crawford. Straight up the middle, he's going to barrel his way for maybe a couple. Maybe two, and let's bring up fourth and four. Excellent job by the... Tiger defense crashing down that time. So maybe just two for Crawford on that one. All right, practice your your draw them off sides play. Yeah, a little hard count maybe. Yep. Or maybe a rollout with Milligan. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Roll out with Milligan and tell him if he sees green, just go for five yards and get the first. All right, Panthers will go for it on fourth down from the 28. Two tight end set. Ten men in the box for Marple. They give counter crisscross. This is Barlow looking for room off the left side. He'll push the pile, and it's going to be close. Mm. He's, I think he's got it. It's close. Well, if the refs have been doing it for the last year, they'll yep. just give it in the first. Counter Chris. Yeah, this signal yep, here signals, is to move the yep. chains. Yep. Wow. Chase Barlow gets the five, barely, and will move the sticks. Counter crisscross, nice work there. Schuler handoff to Barlow inside. Not a lot of room to pull that off, and they got it done. No, it was, it was, I really thought they were going to trap him before the first. Coach like kicking he's, is he's screaming for. A, he's uh, asking for a measurement, yeah. and why not? I mean, really. I don't understand the resistance. Uh, yeah. Why are they meeting with each other? Well, the referees are meeting middle field the, about what? Whether we want to do a the measurement. The line judge on this near sideline absolutely said move the chains. Right. And I don't know. Many others disagree. But <laughs> Well, they coach could make the in. argument it's our game and our field, so we get to make the decision. But I think when a, <laughs> when a coach asks you for a measurement, do the yeah, measurement. Yeah, you can do a measurement, of course. All right, so I think they will measure it. We'll see. All right. Looks like they will bring out the chains here with 5.56 and counting. We're not counting. 5.56 to play here in the third quarter. The down marker has not been moved, and it should be moved to where the ball is, but I'm not going to get particular All as right. a former chain guy. Downingtown West leading Haverford School 13-7. Ooh. Uh, Radner now stretches their lead to 28 to nothing, and now yeah. they're going to mark. They're going to say no. Barlow short on that carry by a couple of inches. Yep. Coach Kicking does well to Make the ask, for the, ask for right. the measurement, and the Panthers come up short. So the first stop of the night for the Marple defense comes at a good time, 35-6, and try to stop the bleeding here, and the Tigers with a chance to turn the tide here. 
still long field in front of them as they'll start from their 23-yard line. Panthers had a chance there to if they punch the it in right there. Yep. It's uh, running clock the rest of the way. But instead, the defense gets another chance to make some plays, and the Tiger offense trying to make a dent. Two receivers to either side. Box in the backfield alongside of Bertolini. Shotgun look. He takes the snap, gives a ball on the ground, scramble for it, and Bertolini has to just fall on it. Miscommunication there on the handoff, and Bertolini, good heads up play there to just fall on it. And good heads up play on the Panthers who did not attack him. You know, they're so used to watching pros, and of course the guy could get up but not in high school. Loss of a couple on the play here. Brings up second down and 12. Bertolini back to pass. Looking. Dumps it underneath. Little screen inside. It is complete. And pushing the pile near first down yardage is, I believe that's box. Yep. Give him 12, and that should move the chains for a first down. Box Again, that de- little inside screen has uh, worked well. Fox has definitely got an issue. I don't know. It's just sore or what it is. He's yeah, not he's, he's not moving as well yeah. right now. All right, two wide receivers either side. Box in the backfield. Back is Bertolini. Fires to the left flat. Quickly completes, and he'll tumble forward for a first down. Yeah, I think that's McKee. See where they put this. That'll move the chains. Ten more. McKee on the catch, number four. Yep. Out to the 43-yard line. So Tiger's still huddling here. But, uh, again, take these little eight, ten-yard completions and break them off a few chunks at a time. And again, you're at a point where you have a sophomore quarterback. You just have to take one bite at a time here. Don't worry about the score and see if you can build some momentum. Two receivers to either side. Bertolini, hard count, takes the snap, gives the box. Vroom off the left side. He'll shed one tackle, two tackles, bounces outside, speed down the far sideline and run out of bounds at the Panther 37. Nice work there from Charlie Box. He's gimping a little bit. Gain of 20 more. And the senior, I have him for about 71 yards on nine carries, roughly. (laughs) Yeah, we've gone for 73. All right, here we go. Two receivers to either side. Fox in the backfield, Bertolini in the gun. And you're going to get flags pre-snap, and I think you're going to get false start against yep. the Tigers. Yeah, this is their second pre-snap penalty of the evening, and it'll turn it to first and 15. All right, Radner up 28 nothing now on Pencrest. Mm. And uh, what, what, where are they at in the game? That's uh, in the fourth now. Okay. Downingtown East leading State College 35-21 with nine minutes to play in the fourth. William Tennant trails Academy Park 42 to 7. So Academy Park wiping up Bucks County over the last two weeks. Shut out Pensbury a week ago and now leads Tennant 42-7. Here, first and 15. Mathis goes in motion. They give to McKee off the left side. He hesitates momentarily, and the Panthers swallow him up. Nice work by Barlow with a low single there. <laughs> nice tackle at the ankle and the key tumbles forward to the 39. And Marple Newtown, we're now at four-minute mark in the third quarter, so Marple Newtown's really uh, has owned most of this time in the third quarter. Yep. The one Haven possession was stopped on a fourth and five, five yeah. and didn't quite make it. 
All right, so Marple chewing up some clock here, but they trail 35-6, second down and about 12 upcoming. Box in the backfield. Got a fullback offset to the right, and they follow that way. Box going to follow the lead blockers with some speed in this near side. Turns upfield. Aiden Sutherland and Chase Nangle combine on the tackle. Box slow to get up at the 20. And he's going to be, yeah, he's, he's having some trouble. You know, if, if I'm for Coach Gicking, I think I, I need the kid to heal. Yeah. You've got to, you know, no matter what your effort is, you're probably not going to pull this off, so let him sit and relax. All right, so mm. Nangle and Sutherland combine on the stop down at the 20-yard line. But that's, uh, they've, they've got to be smart here. We call timeout. <laughs> and again, timeout, they're going to give Charlie a chance to catch his breath. We'll take a breath here, too. Be back in just a moment. Marple Newtown trailing 35-6, but knocking on the door here at George L. King Field on HavenFootball.net. This broadcast is copyrighted by HavenFootball.net for the private use of our listening audience. Any other use or reproduction of this broadcast without HavenFootball.net's consent is prohibited. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at havenfootball.net. Thank you, Mr. Murphy, and thank you to uh, the Phillies for coming to their senses and putting him back into the, <laughs> involving him back in the broadcasts. Well, I mean, I understand what they did. He was yeah. basically out in the crowd, and there was no there crowd. There was no crowd, right, yeah. right. But uh, it took him a couple months even this year to say, all right, what's, yeah. uh, you know, what are we doing here? But uh, great to have him back out there, and thanks to him for a little spot this offseason. Yep, very nice of him to do. And the Panthers leading uh, 35-6 here. Marple Newtown still in their timeout, and the referees, they've been very generous with the timeouts tonight, I will say. They've been very <laughs> accommodating yeah. to both teams to say, yeah, sure, talk it over for a good bit yeah, here. Yeah, but I think it's overkill when they bring out the little tea service and yes. the biscuits for the refs. <laughs> All right, so they're also working at the moment on, what are they doing here? Is, this a, is there an injury here? Yeah, there's an injured uh, Panther, uh, Chase Nangle, getting some attention. All right, so that's part of the change here. So Nangle getting some uh, attention from the trainer here during the timeout. So let's hope this is just a, a cramp. But in the meantime, we're... Happy to be here on a beautiful night. The band, after their terrific halftime performance, they get the third quarter to go grab a, a snack at the Panther Pit, and they are working their way back towards the uh, towards the stands here. So Chase Nangle will be helped off. That'll put A.J. Glavichick in at corner for the moment. And Nangle will be uh, attended to on this sideline. All right, here we go. First down... For the Tigers, from just inside the Panther 20. Jason Williams into the game at defensive tackle for the ti- for the Panthers. They give inside just to McKee, tries to bounce outside to the left, trying to stretch it, and the Panthers string it out beautifully. Schuler and Glavichick. Schuler strung it out, and Glavichick steps up to slam the door. Gain of maybe, well, line of scrimmage is it. Nothing doing there for McKee as Schuler running from the near side of the field all the way to the far side of the field to, to make that stop. All right, no huddle here for the Tigers. Second down and 10 from the Panther 19. Wing to the left and Bertolini looking that way. Fires towards the sideline and jug making a catch, I believe. Let's see. 
They're going to yep. say a catch inside the five. Just a balance beam act on the far sideline. That's a terrific catch from McKee, I believe. Was that McKee or uh, Small? Yeah, Schumacher. Might have been Schumacher, number three. Yeah, Schumacher on the catch. So that'll set up first and goal to go from the two. Nice work there, Schumacher. And now you've got, now you're going to call timeout. Oh, Panthers calling timeout. That's a shame because they would have had 12 men in the huddle on uh, Marple. So the Panthers had some uh, <laughs> frustration there with the substitution. So Strathaven bails out Marple, who sent their 12th man uh, out of the huddle into the, uh, <laughs> from the line of scrimmage. All right, well, in the meantime, we'll take another short break. Long third quarter here, but Marple still trying to get in on the board here. They'll have a shot from the two-yard line when we come back. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op. Or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. Panthers had to burn a timeout there, get their personnel set up to defend first and goal for Marple Newtown from the two-yard line. 2.45 to play here in the third quarter. Panthers lead it 35-6. They've had just one offensive possession this half. It was after a Chase Nangle interception. Nangle, in the meantime, getting some attention on the sideline for hopefully cramps. Tight formation. They give inside. I believe this is Box, who is waiting for the signal and in for the touchdown. Charlie Box, second touchdown of the night, his fourth on the season. Makes a little dent there for the Tigers. 35-12, extra point pending, and now you're going to get an injured Tiger. Is this... uh, Looks like another cramp, perhaps, or so we hope. Yeah, you've got a tiger down on the field trying to pull those toes back, probably or hopefully just a calf cramp here. If you if anybody's ever had a Charlie horse, this is about times ten. Yeah. When you get a cramp like this, and it tends to cramp up in the thigh or just in the back of the calf, and it's agonizing. It's it is brutal. So Panthers uh, dealing with uh, the one on their own here. And now the Tigers on the very next play. The two-yard touchdown run from Box comes at the 239 mark of this third quarter. His second touchdown of the evening, and he had a similar performance last week as far as scoring twice. Yardage, though, tonight, uh, tougher, to, tougher to come by for Charlie. 11 carries for, well, up to 94 yards, still yeah. pretty well, Impressive. I, I had said in the 50-yard line, we keep them under 100, we probably win this game. Of course, yeah. I think that's irrelevant now, but that was assuming we didn't score 35 points So in the first half. All right. So helping off the field, uh, Panther, sorry, Tiger player being helped off the field or now off under his own power. Good sign there. All right. So they will set up for an extra point. This is Matt Cantwell out of the hold of Cooper Conroy, the left-footed senior. Steps back and awaits the snap for the extra point try. 35-12 is your score. Extra point pending. Snap is spotted. Ball kick is kicked away, and it is good. Juggled momentarily by Conroy, but he got it down this time, and the kick is up and good. 40, 35-13, 
2.39 to play here in the third quarter. Panther offense will finally get another crack at it here when we come back on HavenFootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Thank you, Jaws, for sending it back. Panthers ready to receive the kickoff. And uh, number 12, ready to kick it away. This is Ty John, just a sophomore, ready to try the kickoffs. A little change here. All right, Schuler and and now they kick it. The line drive to one of the up men, and a nice heads-up play there and catch by Connor. So Connor comes up to the front line, <laughs> makes the catch, and falls down at the 36-yard, 37, where are they putting it? 37, 38-yard line. All right, 37-yard line. Austin Connor fields it on a knee. So, Panthers get the offense back on the field. The band is back in place, and maybe that's all they needed to get this uh, thing fired up again. Well-oiled machine in the first half, putting 35 on the board, and now just their second possession of this second half. 2.37 to play here in the third quarter. Two tight ends, wing T behind Milligan from their own 37. Play fake. Milligan back. Looking, looking. Has time and room to run now. Tucks it across the 40. 45. Hurdles a man. Oh, Coach Clancy's going to hold his breath when that happens. And And then you get a late hit after the play. So give Milligan 11 on the run. And then it takes a hit out of bounds. And he is no worse for the wear. Comes up excited, clapping his hands. And sigh of relief from the sideline whenever your quarterback takes a bump like that. But he's okay. All right, they're going to march off, I believe, another 15 here. Well, the officials are going to gather on that far sideline. So, waiting for the signal. Dead ball foul, personal foul, late hit out of bounds. And they're going to march this off from the 47. So, gain of 10 for Milligan on the carry, his first carry of the night. And the all-league outfielder for Coach Brian Feely's baseball team has uh, the... Panther offense in Marple territory again now at the 38-yard line. First and 10, they'll snap from the right hash with 2.28 to play here in the third. Getting the chain gang set over there. Panthers are over the ball, ready to go already. Wing to the right is Barlow. Schuler and Crawford in the backfield. They give is to Crawford straight up the middle. He's going to plow his way across the 35 to maybe the 32. And now they're going to say... Ball seemed maybe they came out late, but uh, they're going to say he was stopped first. Luster on the stop for the Tigers, but give a gain of six for Crawford. Brings up second down and about four. Crawford up to 47 yards on seven carries. Certainly respectable <laughs> to take a six-yard average and a touchdown on the night, but <laughs> those numbers look tiny compared to the double-digit uh, yeah. averages that we've been used to seeing through the first game and a half here. All right, here we go. 
Crawford in the backfield again. Wing to the left is Schuler on second down and about five. From the 32, this is Barlow. Off the left side, cuts back, and not much doing that time. Wall of white jerseys to meet him at the 30. You're just shy of the 30. I, it seems like Haven's offensive line is using much tighter splits in this half. I'm not too sure what the thought process is. I don't know whether they're not going to run sweeps. I don't know whether they just want to keep pounding up the middle and see what they accomplish. I don't but the formation, take a look at it, yeah. Brian, and see if you think they're tighter than they have been. Gain of just two that time for Barlow, who had 106 yards on his first six carries and just a handful on his next three here in the second half. Third and three. This is Crawford's head of steam, first down yardage. He's just going to plow his way to the 25-yard line for a gain of six more. Maybe, maybe the philosophy is we're just going to pound it up front and eat up yards and eat up clock and you know where we're, before we were dashing off 20 25 yards let's just dash off three fours and fives and see what happens well, i don't know you're not uh, i mean at this rate you're you're looking to play most of the fourth quarter <laughs> because you're uh, oh yeah yeah you know, the idea of a running clock was was there momentarily but now with box's second touchdown run panthers need this plus another and a stop in between First and 10. From the 25, Milligan gives to Schuler off the right side, cuts back to his left, carries a tackler or two down to the 20. He thought he had daylight. More. He yep. thought for just a second he was going to break it wide open. And those cutback lanes give Marple some credit, too. They've, they've not been there here in the second half. Right. Uh, they, you know, they've seemed to you know, do whatever they want in that first half, and that will do it for the third quarter. Panthers will switch ends of the field. And still in pretty good shape here, leading 35-13. They'll have second and five from the 20 when we come back. Panthers knocking on the door again, and we're glad you're joining us for all of it here on HavenFootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist, as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. Fourth quarter action ready to begin here at George L. King Field. Brian Carroll on play-by-play. Mike Mayer with color commentary and engineering. Pete Fulgenetti and Andrew Kaufman with the stats and halftime chatter. And thanks again to Jim Olsman, who's been very helpful in the booth tonight uh, with some uh, you know, clock updates and spotting and, and everything else here as uh, he and the MarpleNewtownFootball.com guys do a terrific job as always. All right, Panthers, second and five now from the 20-yard line of Marple Newtown, trying to add to a 35-13 lead. Milligan under center, double tight ends. Off the left side, this is Crawford, who's going to tumble across the 15 for another gain of six. And a first down. Another first down. Jack Haggerty on the tackle. Crawford. Crawford with 59 yards on nine carries and a Panther touchdown. His first varsity score comes tonight. Here, first and ten now for the Panthers at the 14. Crawford in the backfield with Schuler. Wing to the right is Barlow. Gives to Schuler with running room and a head of steam across the 10. That closed the hole quickly there. 
And they'll give him down to the seven. Schuler. As fast as he is, he has some, some pop to him as well. He is not afraid to run, try to run through a tackle. Oh, absolutely. That's true of all three of them. They're just, yep. you know, they really believe that every time they get the ball, they're going to score, and they run like it. Seven more yards for Schuler. He's up to 56 on just six carries tonight. All right. Panthers will try again. Second down and about three. From the seven-yard line, Milligan gives to Schuler one more time. Runs into his own man. Bounces outside. Turns inside the five, I believe. Let's see. Oh, Schuler uh, loses his footing as he hit the, the track. Slippery surface with cleats on. But he's, uh, he's okay. <laughs> They're going to mark this where? At the five? Going to put it down on the five? For, yeah, first down. All right, inside uh, the five to the four. Yeah, yeah. So three more, three more yards for Schuler. He and Crawford each with 59 on the night. And the Panthers now four cracks at it from the four-yard line. Clock stopped momentarily here with 10.39 to play in regulation. Panthers... Front five and the tight ends, fantastic again. Again, two tight ends to the right and a wing to the right with Barlow. They run that way with Schuler and he's tripped up this time, loss on the play. And dis disappointing. And now Schuler is in trouble. I was going to say, that did not look good. He went down awkwardly. And this could be trouble for the Panthers. All right, we'll keep, uh, keep an eye on that and take a short time out here as Matt Schuler will be getting some attention. Stick with us. Be back in just a moment right here on HavenFootball.net. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, Virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold. Or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Looking for a way to reach families in the Wallingford, Swarthmore area as well as surrounding communities? Our football games are not only broadcast live, but they are also fully archived for one year, so our listeners can tune in at their leisure 24-7. Go to www.havenfootball.net and contact us for information on advertising on our Panther Broadcast Network. Link your company to the fun and excitement of Strathaven football. Panther football and your company. Welcome back to George L. King Field. Schuler off under his own power. Here's second down and goal from the eight. Rolling out is Milligan. Looking, looking. Has time. Has fires back across his body. And it is caught for a touchdown. Mason Green. What a delivery from Milligan. And Mason Green's first varsity catch is in the end zone. Or is that Barlow? Or was it 24? Was that Barlow or, or Green? <laughs> All right. Panthers. It out. Yeah. 84 was Mason Green. All right, we were right. Mason Green on the touchdown and Shankweller on for the extra point. Milligan will hold. Meneker, good snap. Ball spotted. Kick is away, and you're going to get a snap. Whistles beforehand. What do we got here? 
They jumped offside. Might have been offsides, but oh, a false start. All right, Panthers jumped, so they'll make him kick it again. All right. So they'll back it up, and Charlie Shankweiler will try it again. This time we'll spot it at about the 15. All right, so Mason Green on the catch. Milligan's five for five throwing it tonight with three touchdowns. Milligan will hold. Maneker with a good snap ball spotted. Kick is blocked this time. Coming in fast is number 26 on the stop. That's Paul DeFruccio. So, kick is no good. That'll keep it at 41 to 13. Panthers will come back in just a moment with a Tiger offense trying to get things rolling one more time. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Well, we're, we're going to have to go back and find the last time Strathy, a Strathaven quarterback had three touchdown passes in a game. Honestly, Sam Milligan, five for five, throwing it tonight. Three of them in the end zone. That one to Mason Green, the tight end, doing all the work up front with the blocking and uh, gets rewarded with his first varsity catch. This one in the back of the end zone for an eight-yard score. 10-11 to play here in the fourth quarter. And the Panthers lead it 41-13. All right, Shankweiler ready to kick it away. Harple with two return men deep. High and over end kick. It's going to come down to McKee at the eight-yard line. Looking for room up the right hash. Cuts to outside towards his sideline. He'll be strung out and slung out of bounds, I believe, just a little shy of the 30. Nice work there by Meneker and Harrington on kick coverage. Much better that time for the Panthers. And with 10.04 to play in regulation, Panthers leading 41-13. And the biggest sigh of relief for the night is that Matt Schuler is heading back out there with the defense. I'd let him so, rest. Well, it's a possibility. But uh, he's got his foot in the ground there testing that uh, leg, and he seems to be okay for the moment. All right, so they'll put it down at the 29-yard line. Milligan to Green for the first time ever. <laughs> that eight-yard score is giving the Panthers a four-score lead here. All right. Bertolini in the gun. Gives and the stretch play to this near sideline and number 26 on the carry. Reward him after the extra point. Paul DeFruccio runs into Nate Perlman after a gain of about two. So yeah, DeFruccio he, had a carry last week. Perlman tracked him down from behind. That's pretty good. Perlman's had himself a night on the defensive line. He's had a sack and a couple tackles uh, at the line of scrimmage. He's, he's, he's played had, well. Yeah, he's had uh, seven tackles, uh, one sack, one for a loss. All right. On second down and about eight. Bertolini looking to his left, fires the outside, complete the small, makes one man miss, and then lunges forward to the 39. Nice work there by Mason Green, peeling off to make the tackle, and that's enough 
for a first down. Bertolini is going to be approaching 200 yards passing on the evening any moment. Mm -hmm. 179 as he connects with Small for the third time tonight. On first and 10, Bertolini back. Looks, fires out to the right flat. Complete Schumacher is belted. Unloaded. I don't know if you heard the the, uh, roar from the crowd or the gas, but Matt Schuler says absolutely no. That's Schumacher on the catch. Second down and about eight as they go no huddle. I guess Schuler's feeling pretty good. Three wide, four wide receivers now. Split to either side, slot to either side on second and seven. Back is Bertolini looking. He wants a big play down the field. Deflected and intercepted. A.J. Glavichick coming the other way at the 50. Stiff arm, 45-40, and Glavichick into Marple territory. And he's got his first varsity interception on a deflected pass by Matt Schuler. Good coverage from Schuler to tip it, and Glavichick with the pick and run back. That's the second interception of the night from that side of the field. And now you've got, what's the question here? You're going to get a, Kicking's, Coach Kicking is on the field for the moment. I don't know if you're going to get a personal foul or what, what's the question here? All right. There's, I didn't see a flag at the end of the play. I didn't see a flag either. I don't see anything. Kicking uh, very upset, pointing at the Panther sideline. And uh, it's been a frustrating night for the Tigers. But in the meantime... <laughs> With 8.22 to play in regulation, timeout Marple Newtown while they collect, catch their breath here. And uh, the Panther offense will uh, stay right here. Coach uh, Clancy's just going to say, take a knee, and we're going to talk things over and uh, make sure this game ends in a safe, uh, competitive, and sportsmanlike way. They lead it 41-13. It's been uh, all Panthers for most of the night. And... uh, you know, quick score updates from some of those 7 o'clock starts. Ridley shuts out. Uh, now, it wasn't Springfield. It was upper. <laughs> I'm looking upper, at a tweet yeah. from Ridley. They've got the wrong team on there. So, Ridley not, uh, shuts out Upper Darby 17-0. That game has gone final. So, the Raiders go to 2-0. and Upper Darby falls to 0-2 after losing a tough one last week to Prendy. Uh, to Bonner Prendy, rather. But here... First and 10 Panthers at the Marple Newtown 40-yard line. Two tight ends. Austin Connor in the backfield. Nate Harrington in the backfield. Give us to Connor with running room off the right side momentarily, but it closes quickly. Nice work there by Bosch along with number 12, Ty John. So Austin Connor, uh, he's a little slow to get up. All right. He's, uh, that's your other starting corner. This is, the, this is the tough spot here. Schuler and Barlow out of the game on offense at the moment, as is Nick Filios. Uh, but you're trying to stay healthy, but you've, again, you've got a bunch of two-way starters here. So you've got some different guys that are uh, working on some things. So Filios is getting some attention here on the sideline, and he'll, uh, he'll take a breather. All right, second down, upcoming here for the Panthers from the forty. No gain for Connor on that his first carry of the night. Two tight ends. Milligan gives to Crawford. Steph Arm and now pushes out to the right side here, met by a wall of white jerseys. Clock will continue to run in at the 36-yard line. And again, tempers flaring just a bit here. 
And I think they're going to end up with... Uh, <laughs> is there another flag? No, okay. No flags. Filios back in. What's that? Uh, 53 went back in. Okay, Filios went back in. That's a good sign. All right, gain of four for Crawford on his 10th carry of the night. Yeah, that's the other beauty of this three-headed monster in the backfield. You're not relying on one guy. You're not burning a guy out with, you know, 30 carries. They're all getting eight to ten, which is good. Third down and about six. This is Harrington off the left side, bounces momentarily, and then is swarmed. Nice job there by Jack Haggerty, turning him back in to where he had defensive help. Haggerty, uh, Harrington rather, gains nothing on that. Third, fourth down and six from the 40, loss of yard maybe, from the 37. All right, Aiden Sutherland checks back in. Milligan brings in the play. Clock continues to tick, 6-12, 6-11 and counting. Panthers perhaps trying to just get a first down and keep melting this clock. Perlman checks out. Aiden Sutherland checks in as a split end to the right. On fourth down and about six. Give inside. This is Crawford off right tackle. He's going to get a first down and more. Keeps his feet moving. Carrying people down inside the 20. And how's that for fourth and six? Give him 17 more. And Anthony Crawford says, yeah, we're going we're to try to keep this ball the rest of the way. What a job by the right side of that line. Jake Milton. <laughs> Jake Millette. We, we've got up the Panthers at 389 yards. There was just nobody over there. Yeah. Big 73 just crushed the entire side of that Marple line. And what a job there by Crawford, ripping off a bundle. Down to the 20-yard line, first and 10. Fuscus into the game at fullback. Split end to Sutherland. Milligan turns, gives to Fuscus. He's got fresher legs maybe, and he's going to push the way, push his way to the 16. Fresher, I say. He started. He's played the whole game at inside linebacker, alongside of uh, Crawford. But yeah. Nathan Wynn on the on the tackle. But when you get to carry the ball, it always gives you a little jolt of adrenaline. So. Give Fuscus three on his first carry of the evening. Perlman checks back in. Sutherland out. Clock ticks. Four thirty. Four thirty-five and counting to play here in the. Fourth, Matt Cantwell checks out for the Tigers. And Connor, Fuscus, and Harrington are your backs in the wing tee behind Milligan. Here's Connor looking for running room. Tentative on the cut that time. Yeah, and again, was... nice job there by 32, Owen Mathis on the stop. That's not typical uh, Panther running. He just really took that ball and just immediately slowed down. So nothing doing there for Connor on that carry. Brings up third, second down rather, uh, third and seven rather. So some substitutions now for Marple Newtown as well. Bosch checks out. He's had a busy night at defensive end. Into the game, Jacob Eck, a sophomore, and starting to get some substitutions here for both sides. Panther offensive line trying to help. Seal the deal here. Third down and seven. Motion man is Harrington. Milligan, and now you're going to get a flag first. And you might have motion here. What, I think you, you might have motion? turned. I think the motion man turned up field just before the snap. Yeah. Okay. 
So it'll turn this to third and 12, which, again, Coach Clancy, not a fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd really be looking at a couple of three-yard carries, probably get you a first down on the next two plays instead now. Gonna have to think up something else. All right. So clock continues to run, 325 to go in regulation. Panthers just over three minutes away from moving to 2-0 on the young season. 41 on the board after 49 last week. Billigan on third and 12 under center. Gives to Fuscus. Running room off the right side. He's going to push his way inside the 15-yard line. And it's going to bring up third down, fourth down and about three. Yep. So that's one way to do it. Go get yep. nine, nine on that carry. All right. Give him a 13. It'll be fourth and three. So, Mike, we are uh, we got a road trip seven yeah, days from trip. now. Yeah, road trip. I haven't heard from Haverford yet. Okay. I'm trying to get permission. All right. That's right. It's a Saturday, Saturday game. That's right. That's right. That's right. We play next that. Saturday night out of Haverford. So, yeah. all right. In the meantime here, we've got Strathaven trying to seal the deal here. So Fourth gotta, and we, three. We've got to figure out what game we're going to next Friday night. Fourth and three. Milligan under center. Hard count. Flinching, but nobody moves. And now you get a juggling handoff going to Fuscas, who's going to maybe get a first down. Oh, yeah, we'll he's see. got it. He's got it. He's got it anyway. Well, Panthers, uh, an ugly uh, exchange there, but uh, Milligan does well to put it in the belly of the fullback. Fuscas picks up three, moves the chains, and another first down. More importantly, moves the clock yep. down inside of two minutes by the time he walks the play in. So Coach Clancy will just tell his uh, first-year starter at quarterback, so you keep your eye on that back, Judge. When his hand goes in the air, then we'll snap it. 145 and counting to play here in the fourth as Milligan breaks the huddle. What a job by the offensive line tonight, again for Strathaven. And here's Milligan waiting, takes a snap, takes a knee, and keeps the clock moving. You know, we don't get to call their names enough as in the course of the play, but Jack back at center, Ethan Barrar and Nick Filios at guard, Jake Millette and Aiden Williams at tackle. You, you combine the tight ends with Mason uh, Green and Nate Perlman and occasionally Aiden Sutherland in there. That, uh, <laughs> that's just been incredible. Well, you know, I mean, really, 268 yards it, rushing again tonight. Yep. In, in, in the days of, of, of luxury railroad, the Pullman car was a luxurious way to ride the car. But that locomotive wasn't put pulling along. You'd be sitting in a pretty car standing still. <laughs> that's right. Milligan takes a snap, takes a knee. 45 seconds and counting to play. They'll need to snap it. One more time, and the Panthers will go to 2-0 and oh on the season. Incredible. 134 yards passing tonight for Sam Milligan. Five for five, three touchdown passes. Panthers, well, the, side, the guys on the sideline are heading towards midfield to line up. They will have to snap it one more time. 22 seconds, 21 seconds. Milligan, and again, we talked plenty about the offense. How about this defense uh, slowing down the, the Tiger offense? Yep. Again, 310 yards. They bent, but they did not break, except for two short touchdown runs from yep. Charlie Box. And Sam Milligan and the Panthers take a knee one more time, and they're heading to the midfield stripe to shake hands. What a job by the Panthers. 41-13 is your final. Strathaven over Marple Newtown. So stick with us. We'll be back in just a moment for a quick 
wrap up and uh, talk a little bit more about uh, Haverford next week. So stick with us. Be back in a moment. Thanks for joining us on WON and HavenFootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Well, two Friday nights at George L. King Field. Two big victories for the Panthers. 49-7 a week ago, 41-13 tonight. Panthers clicking on all cylinders these first two weeks. And, well, they'll have to take it on the road next week over to Haverford where, hey, they pulled it off last year in the last uh, in that crossover playoff game in week six of the Central League season. It was their first win there since 2005. So don't uh, think for a second Haverford doesn't have a long memory and say, look, we've got to grab our home field advantage right back next week. And uh, Haverford will all very likely come in at 2-0 as well. So, we'll, uh, hey, take it on the road next week, Mike, but lots to feel good about uh, the performance tonight. Well, listen, it, it was classic Strathaven. It's what we've been looking at and what we thought would happen. Um, don't know what happened in the last part of the second half, but uh, could have been substitutions. Could have been just Clancy saying, let's back off. We don't want to run up the score. Um, it was what it was, and it uh, was just another stellar performance. Now we got to go see what we can do against Haverford. So, you know, this is behind us. Take a little joy tonight. Go ahead and have a burger, a little milkshake, and then start all over again on Monday. Well, and Tuesday, to, yep, actually. And uh, maybe get a little healthier. Again, Panthers, uh, see, knock on wood, seem to come out of this one uh, feeling pretty good physically. Uh, a couple little, you know, bumps and bruises perhaps, but uh, nothing seemingly too serious. And, uh, again, hopeful that get some uh, guys back healthy next week as well. Uh, Haverford will be a big challenge. But uh, Panthers will be ready for it. Good luck to Marple Newtown the rest of the way. They've got a tough road game with Garnet Valley next week. And, uh, again, special thanks to those guys for uh, the cooperation that we get all the time with them. Check back with HavenFootball.net. We're going to have game picks uh, over the weekend. We'll have the famous play of the game. we got to pick one of who it's going to be. It's also a great way to share with your friends a synopsis in, in about five minutes on the game and all the highlights. And, of course, check out the Swarthmoreen, which are, has our 50-yard line in it every week as well as when we publish it on our own website. So check us all out. We'll have the Daily Times articles and everything else going on tomorrow and on Saturday and Sunday. Thanks to everybody at WON for carrying the game again next uh, this week. Thank you to Pat Clancy for getting us set up here in the booth and uh, lots of fun with everybody here in person. Thank you, Jim Alsman, for again uh, the help in the booth tonight, especially when the game clock uh, wasn't cooperating. And uh, good luck to Marple Newtown moving forward. So, for Pete Folgenetti and Andrew Kaufman, great job, as always, with the stats and spotting. For Mike Mayer doing everything else on HavenFootball.net, thanks in advance for all the work he'll put in over the next 48 hours. We will see you next Saturday night. Saturday night football at Haverford when the Panthers take the road to beat the Fords. Brian Carroll signing out one more time tonight. Good night. Great football. This Internet broadcast has been a production of HavenFootball.net Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Thanks for listening, and good night.